Hello right. and broadcasting from, from the, the beautiful, beautiful central, central coast, coast of California. California. It's, it's the, the Doctor Death, Death Danger, Danger Radio Show. Show. But like literally low key, I thought we'd be going after it. Hyper focus. No fun mode. No fun. Well, some fun. I'll let some you have fun. fun. You you enjoy my fun for me. Well, I was like, I gotta set up all this fucking shit. But I at least did it in a good time. Nothing's taking a shit right now. Knock on the wood. To keep the fairies away. Or the woodland spirits away. Or some. Some of the woodland spirits with good, good faith for smooth reporting experience. And hello, listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Triple D Radio Show with your good host, James and Edward. Edward, what's good? I'm Edward. How are you all doing? Well, we've got a jam-packed episode today. Not really. Sort of. Ish. Tell us what we got. Okay, so we have... So for yes, your, we have a hot or not. Yeah, so we have hot or not. And then it's time for your main event. Yeah, you see, so the reason is, is uh, we're talking about WrestleMania tonight, everybody. Just uh, from Saturday and Sunday, me and James watched these. We watched night one together and we watched night two separately because I, I had to work. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. And, you know, I just figured, you know, um, the last two album, you know, Tommy was 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 whatever. But, uh, you know, I thought it'd be a good idea. Maybe take a quick break from the who. It's good for the soul. Space is good sometimes. Well, here's the thing. We also review are going to be reviewing two nights of a wrestling event. And also yeah. we use that as an excuse not to listen to album for the classic album review. Yes. This is a little bit more low key, more easier on us and listeners. Always a friendly reminder, there are timestamps if you ever just want to jump ahead towards the show. Now, yeah. do you have anything that you want to say for the show to kill some time, or do you want to get into this? Uh, What's been going on in your life? Then that's worth it. If you don't, I well, can bitch. Well, Dad's, uh, Dad's birthday's this week. He's the big 6'9". Holy shit. And so that's, uh, I'm, mm. I'm trying to... I'm trying to give him nice. I'm trying to give him a, a birth, a nice birthday, and like you know, I'm trying to. Uh, I invited some of my, uh, James and yeah, yeah, Dylan. Yeah, over. I invited your bandmate slash podcast mate <laughs> slash. Yeah. You just want us to come by. We'll eat. We'll eat meat. Well, at least I'll eat meat. I don't know about good friend Dylan. He's kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, speaking of good friends, I wanted to get good friend, uh, good friends. Uh, uh, Harry T and uh, Commander Cock Bone Steel on the show because they actually went to Maine and I thought, ooh, this will be a this will be a good, a cool, very special episode. Problem is, uh, they alerted us about four hours ago. At that point, well, yeah, we here's the I did the reminder to make sure. It's yeah, like, yeah. okay, let's see if they're actually good. Yeah, and I'm J- gonna wait this out, and they're like, sorry, we've been traveling for uh, 36 hours we've been straight, up for 36 hours with naps. With some naps in between, I'm like, holy fucking shit. That sounds awful. That sounds like some layovers and bullshit. That sounds like some brutal bullshit. Holy fuck. No, you gotta think. You're not fucking good friend Dylan, who was with them for whatever god out reason. Oh, yeah. He said that friggin' he was gonna visit a good friend of his in Texas, which I fucking doubt he did. Now, if he did, I'll be actually genuinely shocked, (laughs) and I would report back if I remember to that if he actually visited his good friend Cody. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, why would you be surprised? But then I was going to ask, wait, was it a girl? And yes, it's a girl. Yes. <laughs> now, all I know is that the quick spark notes that I have heard, I'm sure there's a great hilarity with good friend Dylan. Here's the thing about good friend Dylan. He's kind of a doofus. He's a meme. He's kind of Bozo the Clown, basically. He's 
<laughs> He's like the Brooklyn brawler. Now He's this is a jobber. Now, all I've known, good friend Bone Steel has not told me all the fucking good deets about the fucking Dylan disasters, but here's a list I do know off the top of my head. Okay. Yes. Number one. He left his backpack either at the airport or wherever they were traveling, which had his medication. Great. Yeah, I know. Which, by the way, he needs to live. I know, with this fucking guy. Uh, he forgot a belt, so his ass is just hanging out. Oh, we, we have photographic evidence to back that up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he forgot a belt. He supposedly legit electrocuted himself. Yeah, not like a little shock. According, Because I saw this, too. According to Jake, no, we're talking full-on <laughs> static shock type of shit. Now, I don't know what it's like when it came to traveling and eating food or whatever they stayed at. I don't know if they stayed in a nice hotel or they stayed in some dump. Obviously, we didn't go to the WrestleMania shows. We were I was, broke. I was being peer pressured to. Yeah. Pretty and hard. Pretty hard. And maybe if I wanted to go flat broke, sure. But I didn't want to go flat broke because I'm trying to catch up in life, people. Okay. I didn't need to go to WrestleMania this year. And yes, WrestleMania was very fucking exciting this year. You can skip forward to our reviews and we could talk about it. Yeah. Like, there's a part of it I envied going to the event itself. Yes. I don't envy their fucking travels. Yes. That sounds like packages. a fucking bitch. And I've been in Arlington. It's not the most exciting town. Yeah. But I'm sure this would have been a cool trip. Had some money. Went to some shows. Which I know for sure... Good friend, Jacob Thomas. I know they went to the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. They went to both Nights of Mania. Yep. And they went to the Raw after. So, for sure, they were using that weekend to go to shows. The but maximum velocity. Now, today, I don't know why they were traveling and were napping on and off for 36 hours. Maybe they just have a fucking shitty cheap flight layovers, which I wouldn't be stoked for that. No. What but did you say the Vegas one was supposed to be? 12 hours? Originally? Yeah, that's for going there. Oh, going there. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the whole story. I'm still waiting for them to eventually tell me. I wanted to talk to them about the shows, <laughs> but every time I did, they're either A, trying to leave the arena, yeah, trying to get some food and get the Uber back home, and by the time they did that, I'm like, yo, fuck that. I'm going to bed. Yeah. I'm like already crashed the fuck out. The stars were not aligning. For not, this. like, yes... But I'm sure there'll be a day I could do that. Yeah. I'm sure. Maybe tomorrow, once I'm after band practice, I will do that. Yeah, when they wake up. But, all right, I'm trying to think. Any other bitches? Well, one, it doesn't matter time length-wise because there's a podcast, but fucking I had, like, a day at work where each job fucking decided to take for fucking ever. Mm. Yeah, no, the first job... Okay, this was just kind of like a thing. I'm out in the middle of nowhere in this vineyard. I find the fucking like dish for the internet. So mm -hmm. I first so I did my whole diagnosis. I first plugged in just down at the power source. Just wasn't working. Then I used my portable power source, not working. I went to the dish, it worked. Awesome. Okay. Then I'm like, maybe if I terminate the end on these cables. Also, this is a really tall fucking metal building. I had to whip out the fucking 30 foot two ladder. That thing is fucking heavy. God. That fucking ass. That thing's a fucking ass to handle around. But yeah, went up there, terminate the cable, re-terminate the cable because I'm like, I don't want to be fucking here because then my next job, I have to travel a fucking hour and 20 minutes. Oh, God. But this job decided to take longer because it's like, all right, re-terminating the cable didn't work. I have to put in a whole new fucking cable run. 
And then eventually, it's like, I had that thought of me. Maybe I should just do a whole new fucking cable run. Maybe today was a learning experience. If I ever find myself in that situation again, I'm just going to say, fuck it. I'm just running a whole new cable. Fuck this bitch. But eventually, I was once done. And when I, in my next job, I was supposed to be there between 1230 and 1.30. I didn't finish this job till 1.20. Good thing, though, I can always make a phone call and tell my customer that I was on the way. Which I was. And when I get there... Their fucking situation was a kind of a fucking bitch. Because seriously, when I went, so when I went to the powering device or the modem, whatever people want to call it, there's internet there. And I'm like, okay, cool. When I went to their router, there was no internet there. And I tried to reconfigure it. I was not getting any internet into the router and redistributing out. So I tried two different routers. And... They didn't want to fucking work. Awesome. So I had to call my engineers. Maybe they might see something. And they decided to fiddle around with the dish. Like, just like remotely, not actually physically fiddle around with it. Try to play around, which there was one suggestion at one moment. I was like, hey, if this doesn't work out, should I just replace the dish? And like, my lead is like, nah, I think we can figure this out. A good 40 minutes to maybe an hour later, yeah, you should replace the dish. Fucking cool. That's why I was running behind. Because here's the thing. Once I was actually done with the job and I got the customer their fucking internet back up again, it's going to take me another 40 minutes to get back to the office and write that up. So that's why, Edward, I was running a little late. Okay. And I was hyper-focused because I'm like, okay, it's running a little late. I could do this fucking podcast. I don't fucking care. I'm just going to fucking do it. It was like, oh, we can maybe reschedule it. No. So let me fucking hammer out, which... Finished up with the work, and then I just went straight home, fucking on a mission, cleared out my fucking, like, little shake shaker for my fucking morning, like, matcha drink, matcha nutrition drink, fucking get my laundry in, I didn't clean my fucking butthole early, but I didn't, I didn't have a chance what? to fucking, well, I didn't have a chance to fucking bidet my asshole. You didn't... Like right now, are you, are you telling me you're sitting right here with an unwiped ass? No, it's a wiped ass, but I have a fucking like man pond going to make sure I don't sm- like stink, like freaking get my underwear because wiping never actually gets the whole job done <laughs> unless I got wet wipes there. But either way, I didn't have the chance to fucking go home and bidet my asshole because it's like get my fucking laundry in, get my equipment here. I'm like here, we're supposed to meet up at eight. I show up at fucking eight ten. Edward's not here, but whatever. His travels. I'm fucking just slinging the shit in. You come in. Oh, what's up, dog? I'm on fucking man on the mission. Just fucking let's get the shit going. And we're fucking here. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. You have to see this. You have to understand this from my point of view. So I got here. I could tell right away you're serious, right? And I know you well enough. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna stay out of his way, trying to make him mad. And then you're getting the stuff set up. We're going. You're going like, oh man, this job sucked. This this day sucks. And you know, I was the busy. day was long. The day was long. It was busy. And then out of nowhere, in complete seriousness, complete seriousness, I didn't get enough time to bedame my asshole. <laughs> 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 well, that was good. I needed that. Okay. Yeah, there was no like priorities on like time on like um, time budgeting. I did not have time in the I did not have in the budget. Everyone to the, my the Doctor Death Danger radio show him we 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 encourage you to take the time to clean your butthole. You know, just be hygienic. It's important. Be hygienic. That's right. My mom's favorite podcast, oh, everybody. Yeah. 
Oh, I also, I have update on fucking webcam hustler from last episode. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? All right. So fucking hilarious. So like, obviously, like I had like the two days after where I had a legit excuse. I have band practice. Uh, Well, I had to record a podcast. Oops. Sorry. I had band practice. And then one night where I was like, I don't know, I might quote unquote have to do some band stuff. I might be making it home <laughs> on time. And there was a thing, too, where I was like. Oh, this person was trying to fucking be pushy with me, too. Because, like, sorry, got to make dinner. Well, here's the thing. You can still set up your account while you're making your dinner. Okay. And I'm, like, sitting there. It's like, all right, go to this link, click on the big picture, and then see where it takes you. And obviously, I was like, I don't know. I'm getting the 404 error. Are you sure? What little browser were you using? Uh, I'm using a browser. What browser? Uh, I think the Samsung internet browser on my phone. Well, you should get Firefox. Do I have to? <laughs> it seems like that will take up a lot of space on my phone. I was like, okay, it's like, please, like, wait. Here, you know what? I don't think my phone's going to work. Let me try my laptop, which I also then, like, five minutes later, and then it was like, hey, are you ready or so? Like, gave it 10 minutes. Like, I am so sorry. I've been scrambling to find my laptop. I think I left it at work. Oh, my God. And they God. legit was like, can you be honest with me? Are you messing with me? <laughs> Are you messing with me? Kind of not cool if you're messing with me. Yeah, this is the person that's trying to fucking hustle me for their fucking so, web show. So the hustler is getting mad that they're getting out bullshitted. Hilarious. Yes. That's fucking hilarious. hilarious. And you know what my response was? What? Freaking. No, because like I was just like, don't have my laptop. It's like, use your phone. And they were mad. It's like, sorry, I'm just going to go to bed. And I was sorry, I'm going to go to bed. They said their response like, me going to sleep? I'm sorry. All right? I work eight-hour days, okay? I get tired. Sorry it doesn't work out. It seems in circumstance, it never pans out. I apologize. We could try this again tomorrow for sure. But then the whole next day, I didn't fucking didn't respond. So she responded to me way later in the evening, and I just wrote down, sleepy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And then the next day, I was like, you know what? I'll give a response to try to because I had the one, my one last fucking track card, my trump card, as saying, oops, I lost my credit card. I didn't get the chance to use that because their account got deleted. So they got done find out. <laughs> this was a good one, though. This account lasted for like a couple fucking weeks. Yeah, for real. And it almost sounded realistic. No, believe that night, too, when I, tried, like, I was like using making dinner, lost my laptop. I was trying to also quiz them on the local area, and they were just fucking doing the most bullshit responses. Like general responses or, or, or oh, yeah, trying just to be? Bad general responses. Yeah. Well, I was like, yeah, yeah. What's your fucking space? Like, what, in St. Louis? Yeah, sure. St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, Obispo, question mark. And I I was just like, this is fucking person. Yeah, I know. And they legit got mad that I was messing with them. Yeah, Lolo, they're Louis the one that's like, oh, hey, do my webcam show. You seem like a cool person. Maybe we could take this relationship somewhere, but you got to first do my webcam show. This is where my safe space is like, no, you're just trying to fucking hustle with me and money. Yeah, dog. Why are you getting irritated? These damn fucking, like, this was a good one, though, too. They did the whole Tinder account. They sounded almost realistic. A little, like, gener like generic responses, but not full-on generic. Was like, all right, this is just kind of a fucking bot. Yeah. And kind of shit, too. Like, there was at least a little bit of, like, responses there. But for sure, this person was fucking try-hard to fucking make me do their webcam show. And I'm like, fuck you. I don't got the money for that shit. <laughs> you, you were literally just like, be gone, thought bot. 
Not even thought, but I'm sure this was an actual person. And this is how they fucking lure the sad fucking dudes to go watch their fucking web shows. The sad thing is, is folks do fall for this. And I'm like, legit, just sitting there, I'm like, I bet this fucking web show is boring as fuck. Well, yeah, I mean. I'm like, wait, I'm like, but I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do the fucking survey. But it seemed like eventually their account got found and got shut down. I was like, ha ha, lol. Yeah, you took the W on that one. Oh, fuck, dude. I still, I didn't do my fucking last Trump card. I wanted to do, I lost my credit card so bad. And see how pissed they would have got. Oh, dude, they would have gone nuclear. It would have been great. Because I'm sure every time it was like, there was like... They were setting up. I'm sure they had to put in whatever fucking outfit, do whatever their fucking makeup, get ready to do the show. And I'm just fucking coming up with some bullshit excuse to not do it. And they went through all that effort, whatever their fucking setup was. I almost which almost makes me sound a little shitty. I almost have to commend their dedication to the hustle, you know. Because, like, they could have given up by, like, day four or five when clearly it should have been obvious that you were fucking with them. Or but maybe I was just good at making it, making it not obvious that I was fucking with them. You're good at stringing people in lawn jeans. You're a heartbreaker. Or just fucking pissing off, like, cam girls that are trying to hustle me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, hey, I thought I, mean it. I, thought I met a nice, nerdy girl from Brazil. Nope, never mind. <laughs> I'm just trying to be hustled for a webcam. Well, maybe you're smart enough to eventually fuck off. Yeah. But they weren't smart enough to fuck off. Yeah, I don't really they have They didn't a- pick up the signs that, oh, hey, I might be fucking with him a little bit. I don't really have a story this week. The only thing I was going to bring up was because, you know, because last week when we were watching Ready to Rumble and you called Rey Mysterio by his real name, um, you briefly mentioned Oscar Gutierrez. Fucking. And uh, and I mentioned and, and then you mentioned how, uh, hey, man, we own that 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 name. And we that owe question. it to that fucking I th- name. I just thought it'd be fun if we just kind of. Uh, uh, shared the backstory around that a little bit. So you kind of summed it up, but basically we were going to an NXT event some years ago. Uh, the premier matches was, uh, it was, um, it was Alistair Black and, uh, versus, um, it was Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano. And it was, uh, the big matches were that. And then also, no, it was, uh, wait, was it? Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano. Or, I can never. Or was it? Or was it Black and Velveteen? What fucking match? Are you, are you thinking of the title match? Because there's yeah. the War Games match, and then the title match was Trompa versus Velveteen. Okay, then that's because Velveteen the, came out in the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That's right. Okay, that's one we saw. Yeah, yeah. Hey, girl, how old are you? Yo, what school you go? What to? School you go to? I can't believe they kept him. I mean, they got rid of him. Oh, yeah, no, later. Got, yeah, yeah. And then Triple H was just like, "Oh yeah, we found no evidence." When we investigated, and it's like, you didn't investigate at all, did you? But yeah, so we were going to this show, and I was only, and at the time, you know, I, I was only able to get a certain seat. They weren't nosebleeds, but they were a little bit back. They were a little bit up, but they were not nosebleeds, okay? Uh, so, and then uh, we were walking. This was at st- the formerly Staples Center slash current crypto.com arena. Um, we were heading there, and then this dude stops us. He's got a microphone. There's someone with a camera, and he's like, "Hey guys, you want to take our? Uh, you guys want to take our quiz? We're giving away. Uh, we're giving away NXT tickets." And we're like, 
Okay, because the idea yeah, is... Yeah, sure, why the fuck not? Because the idea is... It's like, yeah, hello, we're, we're with Access TV. Yeah, yeah. Would you like this opportunity to, like, possibly upgrade your seats? I still remember... We have a... We, just do our quiz. I still uh, remember... I'm I sure we'll fucking fail, but hey, why not? Let's try it anyway. I still remember at least four of the questions. Uh, one of them was... Um, uh, well, the ones I do remember for sure. Yeah, because uh, you fucking answered them. I didn't get uh, you got. So I, here was the stipulation. We, we, we got about we got about half each. Nah. So here's the stipulation. We're gonna have to. We're gonna give you four names of these pro wrestlers' real names. Yeah. Can you actually name the pro wrestler? Who can you actually you know name the pro wrestler and shit? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we have four names. So you have up. We are giving you five chances, but you have to get four of them right. Right. Okay. So the first one, I don't remember specific. I think it was like Randy Poffalo. Yeah. No, it was Randy. It was it was, it was Randy Poffo. And me, you know, I'm just kind of like Poffo. Who the hell is that? But right away, you were like, Oh, bro, that's Macho Man. Yeah, that's Macho. I was Man. like, Oh shit, that's right. And, and it's then, like you are correct. Cool. And then one of them, I forget what one of them, what the second it was one was like. Joe Annoy. Oh, that's right. It was Joe Annoy. No, it was like some like they like freaking they stringed in his middle names and shit too. Yeah, because that ended up being Roman Reigns. Yeah, which I was like, I don't think I that's Roman that Reigns because he said his real name because this was around the time of the fucking cancer and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His cancer submission. He said his real name ish on camera, but then it was like other's oh, name. I was like, dude, I don't think it's Roman Reigns. And then you're like. Is it Roman Reigns? And it's like, <laughs> you are correct. Oh, you should have not listened to me. Fuck. And then the next one was, okay, Trevor Mann. I was, I was like, like, oh, God, we're done. I was like, who? And I, and I, I was I, like, I, I, I don't know. Adam Crow. No, Ricochet. Oh, my God. Oh. I actually know that. God damn it. <laughs> and then the fourth one I was. was so, I was like, damn it. Well, like, the fuck? I'm going to remember a name like Trevor Mann. Yeah. And then the fourth one. You wouldn't suspect that to Ricochet's face. Yeah, I know, Well, right? he is from Kentucky, so. Did you see the video of him on Instagram? He was doing like a live stream or whatever. He was just chilling. And then someone, someone tweeted, someone asked him, why are you bald? And Ricochet responded with, why am I bald? Why are you ugly? I was like. Got him, Ricochet. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Got then, him. Then the fourth one was obviously Oscar Gutierrez. Well, we failed the Trevor Mann one. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, dude, all right. And the next was Oscar Gutierrez. I'm like, we're done. <laughs> There's no way. Who the fuck is Oscar Gutierrez? And I was like, Ray Mysterio? No, didn't you see like a picture of Ray Mysterio? Yeah, because behind us were the marquee banners and Ray was on it. Wasn't like a fucking SummerSlam or Survivor Series going on around that time? Uh, yes, it was SummerSlam. Yeah, but we're like, we're only here for fucking NXT War Games, bro. Yeah, dude. And so we saw that and um, and so I saw you that. You saw that. Uh, yeah, I saw that and I was like, Ray Mysterio? He's like, yes. And we're like, oh, oh my, shit. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, no shit. No way. And I then, thought we were done. Holy shit. I thought we were done. Oh, my God. There's no way. And then, no way. We're, and, it's like, and oh. then last question, fifth question. Let's see if we can recreate here. The guy's like, okay, guys, last question for the win. Who is Brian Danielson? And we're like, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck. We got some food after that. And all. No, we got food prior. We got food prior. We got like some, we got like the fucking, you know, like some like pizza gimmick spot, you know, yeah, like yeah. your blaze and pizza kitchen kind of thing. Just roll me, up. All right. Can I just get this? All my pizza. They do all this shit. And yeah, I'll get it. It's like, all right, cool. We're doing this. Yeah. And then we get after that. Dude, that food digested so good after that. Yeah, because we're just like fucking just slugging, walking. It's like, all right. <laughs> to the event and then we get that and we're like oh my god there's no fucking way we did that oh my fucking god 
There's no way we're that. We were high on that for like a week. Because we those like, seats were so good and that show was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty tight show. So that was the fun story uh, behind that. See, not all our stories are, are wacky or or, uh, or of us suffering. We've got fun stories too. We've had some, we've known each other a long time. We've had some well, good times. Well, there was suffering because it was like, all right, dude, I thought we're failing this so hard right now. <laughs> when he said Oscar Gutierrez, I was like, dude, we're fucking done, bro. There's no way. There's no way. And it's like, <laughs> You're just like fucking Ray Mysterio's like, what? Oh fuck. And then it's literally it's like, all right, dude, he's gonna give us some fucked fucking name yeah, yeah, yeah. for the last one. And he's like, oh no, fuck it, here you go. Just get it. And it's like, oh my fucking god, no way. <laughs> oh man, it brings a smile to the face thinking about it now. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get the fucking Alan Johnson or whatever that fucking <laughs> one. Who's Alan Johnson? Uh how about the initials? AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. That's because we went and found that video, and mm-hmm. there were some like other fucked ones. I'm like, oh, if they said that, we would have been done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. In a way, they almost gave us the easier one. Well, Oscar my- Gutierrez. Well, <laughs> trying to not say fucking Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this could be true, but true. But if you weren't there, we would have been fucked on the Randy Poffa one. So, which in all honesty, that should have been, that should have been, that, that's one of the easier ones because the Poplar family was like, you know, maybe they weren't the Von Ericks or something, but they were uh, a a wrestling family. And I'm like, yeah, his fucking brother goes by Poplo. So I was like, who's the fucking, I don't know, the genius or some shit. Yes. It was the genius. Yes. The fucking genius. So I was just like, well, I know he's a Poplo. So I'm like, what? Randy Savage. (laughs) I'm like, that wasn't too difficult for me, but the jaw, like the Joe, Heather that had annoy I was like dude we're fucked <laughs> I thought it, no because he said a different last name when he was coming out with the cancer thing yeah but the annoying one it was like what the fuck well in the, can- well, in the cancer promo he just said his name was Joe that's all he said but if you go on Wikipedia it's it's his name I think pretty much just says Joe Annoy. Or how, I always forget how to say the last. But name. they were like spitting like a couple middle. Yeah, names. they used like his full name and then they used his middle name too. And I'm like, and looking back, I'm like, oh, that's fucking dirty, dude. That was <laughs> a little bit dirty. I was like, that. That's like, it doesn't feel like Trevor Man is the one I think that they that they knew would trip people up the most though, because like, oh yeah, and we're like giving hints like, oh, he's on tonight, and NXT was like. Oh fuck! There's a decent amount of people in NXT tonight. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fuck. Cause like Champa doesn't look like doesn't look like a Trevor Ricochet. Uh, Velveteen didn't look like a Trevor. No, but fucking Ricochet was a Trevor, and I've heard his name before <laughs> to fucking Ricochet, and I'm just like, God damn it! Because I knew when I was reminded, I was like, I fucking knew that, didn't I? Uh, no, I know now. <laughs> if fucking Axis bothers me again with this fucking naming game, I'll do. We're on it. We're there. Fuck. I hope we get the same five questions. Oh, man. That'd be easy. Randy, uh, Randy Poffalo or Macho Randy man. Savage. Okay. Roman Who is Joseph? Uh, Roman Reigns. Tre- Ricochet. It's like, damn, you're Oscar really good Gutierrez, at this game. Oscar Mysterio. Brian Danielson. CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get in the hot or not, yeah? Yeah. All right, let me get that shit up. Yep. That's the best song Bone Steel ever made. All right. I'm actually doing a swerve today. What? We got two hot or not. Ooh, okay. From two different people. What you got? What's the first one? Uh, Which one do you want? Do you want the one from Bone Steel or do you want the one from Good Friend Dylan? Good Friend Dylan? Good Friend Dylan? Fuck. 
You know what? Let's do Jake first because I feel like Dylan's has the potential to steal the show as the main event. Okay, then let me get Jake's up and going. Okay, um, all right. Unless you wanted to do Dylan's first, I really don't give a fuck. Okay. Well, with the thing with Jake, there's a description. The Dylan one was he was just sharing a track that looked dumb as fuck. I'm like, fuck it, I'll play on the podcast. <laughs> like Jake, I wasn't too sure if he would give me a hot or not, but he came through. He came through when I did ask him. I was like, I thought I'd be too fucking dead to bother. <laughs> no, he's still good. He commits. All right, we'll see how dead he is. We'll s- not see. Listen. Let's hear. Yeah, let's listen. Let's hear how dead he is. What's up, Jake? All right, this week's Hot or Not is a song that's been out for a few weeks. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Ruin Everything. It's by the boy Mod Son, which if you watch any of Finn's videos, you kind of know that Mod is probably doing the best work out of all the new pop punk revival stuff so this is his new shit it's kind of quirky interesting is what it is uh check it out is it hot or not bro it maybe doesn't sound obvious to people that don't know him but like bro he's tired yeah he's kind of fucking tired all right let me so today we're listening to mod son's track i think it's called rich kids ruin rich kids ruin everything i see Well, if you want to look at the cover of the song... Oh, sure, let me see. I couldn't tell if it was from 2022 or fucking 2002. You know, you know what's funny? I heard this song, and before you showed me that album cover, I was literally about to say, ah, uh, to be in 2006 again. This ain't bad. It's better than any negative. Oh, fuck. Way better than any negative. That might have been the worst one we've heard in some ways. I was about to say this feels less pervy than fucking MGK, but they said TikTok, which is a, like you would and think he- it's for kids. But I literally was at a job for a grown man. He was very concerned with his internet that he could be able to watch his TikToks, or at least this lady was like, "Oh, he's so stoked now. The internet's back on. He can go watch his TikToks." That's a little concerning. And if you're wondering if this was a lanky Mexican do like trades worker, yes, this is a lanky Mexican trades worker. Those that words, was very cons- concerned about his TikTok. That wasn't the string of words I was going to ask if the guy was, but I'm glad I know. You wouldn't think it. Maybe if you saw the guy, you were like, "This guy doesn't look like he's addicted to TikTok." Yeah, I like this chorus. Yeah, Jake, why don't you write a good song like this? That was a good use of the well. What? What? I shouldn't say this, but bro, this sounds like Bite Me. Repeat that? I said, bro, this sounds like Bite Me. Like, it's almost the exact same song structure and even some of the same buildups. Bite Me by who? Avril Lavigne. Remember we listened to it? Well, he's dating Avril Lavigne. Well, I know, but... Maybe Avril Lavigne helped him. Here's the thing. I listen- <laughs> I'm listening to the whole new MGK record. Oh, yeah, you told and me I that. I feel like this song blows basically anything that wasn't either one of the rap songs or the weird songs out of the water. Like, compared to all the, like, generic MGK pop punk tracks. 
Stop that, mod son. Choke on what? Fight me, mod son. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to fight Avril Lavigne's boyfriend. Yeah. That'd be funny, though. Yeah, Avril Lavigne will He'd just sick her bodyguards ass. on you. This <laughs> is getting fucked up. I don't know. Avril Lavigne seems too nice to, to, to be, have someone Are you up. sure about that? Well. This is the same person that wrote that garbage Hello Kitty song. That doesn't make her tough. That just makes that just means she makes bad decisions. Yes. Okay, well, so I'm going to say this um, about the song here. It's fine. It's, uh, it, it's you know, this is one of those pop punk songs. If you've heard about, because the thing about pop punk, if you've heard 10 pop punk songs by 10 different bands, you've essentially heard every pop punk song in a lot of ways. But you know what? You know what the nice thing is about generic pop punk when it's good? Pop punk inherently just brings to mind feelings of youth and not just youth, but the kind of youth where, you know, it wasn't like when you're listening to old rock and roll, right? Okay, where with, the fuck are you going with this? Just shut up. It's not like when you, it's not like when boomers listen to old rock and roll and they're like, oh, man, this reminds me of what I was like, you know, skipping rocks by the lake. Pop, generic where the fuck generic pop punk feels this? like when you're hanging out with your friends at the park. And that's what this gave me. This invoked nostalgic imagery in a lot of ways. And it's like, you know, it's a good time. It's fun vibes. Um, it gets a hot from me because I liked it. That's where I was going with it. If you would have let me fucking finish. You know, James, some of us get emotionally, uh, not emotionally, some of us uh, emphatically relate to music, okay? We don't all just show up, play caveman beats, and then fuck off to the mountains to hike. Well... You're not wrong on that one. That was kind of my day yesterday. Well, not well, no drumming, but I'm drumming tomorrow. Yeah. Yesterday was the hiking on the hill and shit. All right, but I'm not gonna go on. A, I don't have the spiel of, you know, like the old song, old man songs, where they make they remind you of like skipping. It wasn't rocks a spiel. It was my river. thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm not gonna try showing your thoughts. I, <laughs> I apologize if I do. Your thoughts are valid. Sure, yeah, this song was good. I feel like it was better than any fucking MGK's, like, fucking shit. Not gonna lie. I felt like it was a little bit better, because I listened to the fucking new MGK album, like, all right, fuck it, why not? Yeah. Why not? It's like, took a certain downfall. Yeah, people hate it, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? I still feel fresh, and I listened to the next one. Fuck, bro, this is just more of the same shit. Yeah, this is not gonna go... <laughs> yeah, this is not gonna live... But this is not. This is gonna, This feels like it's gonna have a short life. If it ain't broke, mm-hmm. don't fix it, I Low guess. Low-key, not gonna lie. This felt like it was a little bit above that. Yeah, I'm just going to give it a hot before I go on any other spiel, for sure. All right, let's check out this random fucking song that good friend Dylan said. Now, is it actually relevant in the fucking hot or not scale? No. So, this is a song by Toby Turner and Tobuscus. Toby Turner? Yeah, Tobuscus. I know this guy. This guy used to be a Let's player. His his gimmick was, besides doing Let's Plays, he used to make songs about food. The song's called Nugget and a Biscuit. Oh, really? If you're wondering... Just imagine Dylan's face jiggling, laughing as he listens to this. Yes, that's all I can imagine is his fucking muffin top jiggle to this damn song. Like right there, the deep the mashed potato. He's like, ah! oh, 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 oh. 
Yeah, he starts doing fucking Mar- Mark Hamill Joker laugh. Tobuscus is funny to think about because he was like one of the biggest like Let's Players back in the early days of YouTube when like the big like Let's Player dudes were like him and like PewDiePie. Like we're talking before Markiplier where like the biggest names in Let's Plays were like or like or like, uh, you know, Tobuscus and PewDiePie. And then, you know, you had guys like uh, like Uber Hacks or and um, was the one guy Tetra Ninja. But it's that's that gave me a lot of flashbacks. Um, I'm not sure what to think of that because I've never actually heard that song. I'm not ranting a hot or not. I was just a fucking just get little gag. I was like, all right, what's that here? gave me a chuckle, a little bit. Now, is it gonna make? Was it making me die laughing on the floor? I'm sure with good friend Dylan. No, nothing's gonna make you fall on the floor dying laughing than when he sent us the video of how hyped he was that he got Gary Holt's cameo, and that was before he even watched it. <laughs> And then he did watch it, and then he sent us another one, and it was almost just as funny. Almost just as funny. Oh, my God. Gary fucking Hole. Gary fucking Hole. I'm going to wake up Stuart right now, but I don't even care. Gary fucking Hole. <sighs> he was so gassed. So- Gary fucking Hole. I haven't even watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Gary fucking Hole. Yeah, man. Dude, he called me a Thrash master. He lifts up his shirt for no reason. I got fucking jiggly titties. (laughs) Look at this fucking jiggle. Uh, It's it's weird because Dylan's like not as big as I am, but he's a different kind of fat than me. It's weird. It is. (laughs) It's... Uh, anyway, all right, so I guess, uh, do you want to just jump to the main event? Give me one second. I'm trying to fucking find, see if I could possibly find something. Are you trying to find the video he sent? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go through all the fucking shit in our fucking chat. I'm finding random ass shit, like fucking Bonnie Rotten. I was like, what the fuck was the like, context of that conversation? <laughs> I thought for a second you said, why, bo- I thought for a second you said, why Bonnie- are me and Jake sharing foods? What's up with Brett fucking Michaels? Oh, dude, where the fuck was this? Well, it was Dylan's birthday. Yeah, but I'm curious if I... Which act- is in September. Yeah, but I, there's no fucking dates these. Well, are you going through the chat? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I got fucking meme faces. A lot of meme faces. Oh, yeah. This is fucking hilarious. Like fucking me. Corpse poser on the suppressed attentions bill. Nah. <laughs> Toxic Wizard on the next big thing set. Yeah. Yeah, because we got ghosted by the fucking next big thing band in the local area. That was hilarious. Like, like, because they wanted your other band. They're like, uh, we don't really know. How about Toxic Wizard? No. No. Oh, okay. Just no. Bastards. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like broken hearted. We couldn't play that, but. Neither was I, but oh, well. No, 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 you fucking didn't. No, you fucking didn't. No, you motherfucking didn't. You fucking did not. You fucking did not. Gary motherfucking Cole <laughs> sent me a birthday video. <laughs> no way. I should be really quiet because everybody else is asleep, but I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> but oh my fucking god, I almost want to wake up my mom and tell her, you died, you, you motherfucker. No, you didn't. You I almost want to make up, wake up you my mom. You fucking did not. No. Oh my god, my idol, my guitar idol, the, heavy breathing the thrash comes legend himself. God fucking damn it. I got too excited. The thrash master himself. 
I can't breathe right now, but I don't fucking care. Oh, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to wake you. <laughs> oh, Stuart. I am so sorry, dude. Did I actually wake you? Yeah. I am so sorry. I got my birthday present and I got really excited. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. Fucking message. Okay. But, anyways, oh my fucking God. Let's watch it. I could scream right now. I just watched it. Here's the it, second video. I, I, I woke up still, so I don't want to wake up my mom. In all honesty, I mean, this is literally the greatest birthday present ever. Fuck, he's being heartfelt. This is fucking so, lame. So very much. Um, I need to shower and go to bed, but hopefully I can sleep. Maybe I just took yes, man. The Thrash legend himself <laughs> called me. Me, the guy with the man titties. <laughs> a thrash mask. They're so thick. Come on, how fucking cool. Ah! Why don't you turn your phone on silent? Or I put it on vibrate? So fucking well, then this would just turn this fucking audio I'm off. so fucking excited. No, I mean, you can right, turn I your guess, notifications, uh, the sound off. Or just turn it to vibrate. You know practice, that, right? Maybe next week. Okay, Dylan's not uh, funny anymore. <laughs> Our friend, good friend Dylan, everybody. Good friend Dylon. Uh, we need to get him on the show again, but actually, like, make sure he watches what we want him to. All right. Let me get the timestamp real quick, and we're going to fucking go into fucking WrestleMania. All right. Let's go. Well, our fucking double feature main event. Yes. Let's see how long it takes for us to talk about fucking pro wrestling. Let's talk about two nights of this year's WrestleMania, the year of our Lord of 2022. Yeah. Some say if we were going to go by number, it would be WrestleMania 38, 38. but they don't number it anymore. They stopped numbering them after 30. Yeah, because fuck us. That's why. (laughs) Yeah, because the WWE hates their fucking fans. I guess so. Okay, so, um, yeah, this is WrestleMania 38. WrestleMania! And, um, yeah, to give quick thoughts before we get into it, I like this show. I like this show a lot. A lot of people seem to prefer Night 1 over 2. I thought they were both in their own ways, both... Both I prefer night strong. one over night two. Um, I remember telling several different people, I said, night one was so good, but man, if night two sucks, that's going to be a huge asterisk. But if it's good, this could go down one of top five manias. And general consensus on the internet is like, yeah, this is a top five. Man- a lot yeah, of pe- it's top five yeah. because it's split into two days and smaller shows. The last time I yeah. was at a WrestleMania physically was the last one they did the two days because of the year after was pandemic. Yeah, it was pandemic and they split into two days. But fucking I was there for a fucking wrestling show for seven hours. That's a fucking work shift for all this fucking wrestling that at times was not really good. Yeah. And it was a boring ass show. Now for these two shows, they were shorter. It was a little bit better. Now, going into the event, not going to lie, the build for the show, I couldn't really give a fuck. Yeah, from uh, from from the few uh, internet wrestling dudes that I go to now and then, um, besides The Observer, um, that was kind of the general... I mean, I did see some clips on Raw for like uh, on, in Raw and SmackDown for like the stuff that immediately drew my interest, mostly the main events and then um, obviously the Stone Cold stuff but um, and, and some other matches like the RK Bro stuff, but I wasn't watching the shows. But according to folks that had been watching the shows, yeah, apparently the build for this has sucked. I did 
did see Adam Blake. Now, the only good one was definitely Kevin Owens trying to fuck with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, they gave that at least three or four weeks. Dude, they were giving that... They were doing work on that one. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I didn't... Like, that one was, like, built well. (coughs) You want to see Roman and Brock? Sure. But, dude, I have fucking PTSD from them trying to do this match two two times prior at Mania. And you've seen both of them. And how many fucking times they've wrestled each other? Uh, It's only three now, but it felt... I told you, it felt like five. At Mania. At Mania, yeah. It felt like five. Yeah, but there was, like, the times post-Mania. There was SummerSlam they wrestled... Um, yeah. I will talk about Roman and Brock later, but the build, yeah. I was like, dude, I kind of just don't care. Yeah. Um, there was and then there's other stuff like, bro, Logan Paul's wrestling the Mysterios. Do you think I give a fuck? I hear he's <laughs> trying to come make himself come off as a baby face and awkwardly failing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was hoping that this WrestleMania would surprise because I didn't really realize this till Adam Blampede pointed this out on Wrestle Talk. But uh, I mean, rest, you know, other WrestleManias have had less builds uh, than this and uh, and some have turned out OK. Like, I didn't know this, but you know that, you know, that, uh, you know, that Benoit angle match from 17. They booked that match on the go home show, but that's like one of the great mania matches. So I wasn't expecting that, but I was hoping that there'd be I'd be surprised. Oh no, bully, you'll be shot. If you want a fucking shitty build, go <laughs> WrestleMania two thousand. That was a horrible Are you build. talking for the main event? Yes, or just the oh. whole show in itself. It was all just bad. See, build. that's it's really interesting. WrestleMania 16's uh his, uh opinion on it's been really weird because I remember for a long time like it was WrestleMania 17 only feels like it's be it's been praised as the unanimous best mania only within the last five or six years. For a while, I mean, no one ever said it was WrestleMania 2000, but WrestleMania 2000, uh, you know, it was up there for a lot of folks. And how could it not be? You had some good. I mean, I'll be honest. Okay, the best match on there is the first triple is the first like ladder tag team match right between the Dudleys and the Hardys and stuff. But well, that match is okay compared to the next year's mania. I think that. That match just hasn't aged well. I remember getting a lot of uh, enjoyment out of it as a kid, but as obviously comparing it to the 17 one, or sorry, to the 18 one, which is just like off 18, the, no 17. Sorry, I meant I meant 17. Yeah, where it just where it's just off the fucking rails. It's like, well, goddamn. But anyway, yeah. Um, All right, let's dive into this. What's the first match in night one? Okay, so <clears throat> let me skip past my notes here because I I did watch the pre-show, but there was nothing really neat. Um. I, the only thing I noticed was I thought was kind well. There was of, nothing on the pre-show. It was literally this panel of n- these nerds talking. Yeah, it was like, bro, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> JBL coming in and praising fucking Texas. I could have done without everyone saying God bless and Texas fucking every five minutes. Video package on video packages showing what's going on tonight. Just to know that we'll be seeing those same exact video packages again later that night. I can give it the excuse that this was also airing simulcastly on USA and it was trying to get people to buy Peacock. So, you know, whatever. You know, buy the cock! <laughs> Which, so I was like, look at the Peacock app. I'm like, oh shit, this ain't half bad. Bro, yeah. Temptation Island's on there. Fuck, don't remind me about I that I saw show. that, I was like, holy fuck. Because you're just like, well, like, quick sidetrack on Temptation Island. You and I were pretty regularly like hanging out trying to watch the first couple episodes oh, and yeah. like this fucking show is ridiculous oh it's awful yeah it's fucking awful it's almost god awful the host is named Mark Wahlberg not that Mark Wahlberg yeah. this is a different Mark Wahlberg I keep forgetting and he's just a fucking asshole I keep forgetting to tell he's you he's like the politest asshole to these fucking pretty people I keep forgetting to tell you I would almost be down to like actually revisit that and like try to watch that for the show 
Hey, we're watching the fucking season with Stone Cold on Tough Enough. Yeah, yeah. Which that'd be better than anything. Okay, so just for a just so just for structure reason, right? Okay. Oh, the only other notable thing on the podcast was Jake Paul showed up, and yeah, he's he's a douchebag. So was well, that it for the panel? That's pretty much. Hey, we saw Logan oh, Paul and Jake Paul walking. No, These it was, it fucking was, guys. No, it was just Jake Paul. Jake Paul got to be on the uh, the panel. They had. Wait, he actually talked on the panel. They gave him like ten minutes on the panel. What the fuck did he even say? Well, he got booed, and then he turned to the crowd and was like, "Oh, boo, boo!" It was basically. Did you see the build to uh, Logan Paul and KSI's boxing matches? It, that's just what he did. He just pissed. He just instigated the crowd and tried to answer some questions. Oh, and uh, King was there. But what was the questions? You know, stuff like, "Oh, you know, uh, you know, you." One of them was, "Oh, you guys are from Ohio, and you're really proud about that." But Miz is also from Ohio, and he was talking trash on Ohio, especially because in Hollywood. What's uh, we have to say about that? And Jake Paul's like, "Well, uh." Uh, well, you know, we're, 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 we're real Ohio proud, you know? And it's just like, he's only wow. good at, he's only good at shit talking. <laughs> he's only good at Legit shit talking. Legit right there because- Logan Paul literally has all the talent. Here's the thing about WWE. The plan is that they're trying to make Logan Paul a good guy. I have no idea how they, how they're going to do that. They're not going to. I, I don't think they're successfully going to do it. Cause, and here's the thing. Supposedly it's a call from the Pauls themselves. Yeah. We want to be good guys. Everyone fucking hates you. <laughs> you made a career off people hating you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they went from quirky viners to just rich douchebag partiers. Now again, Logan Paul got a little better later, but Jake, Jake Paul is still that guy. So. I don't know how you're supposed to cheer him. So here's how this is going to work. Don't. So here's how this is going to work. Uh, we're going to go through the matches and then, you know, obviously, you, just go, you go through obviously the matches. we, you and me both have a lot to say when it comes to wrestling. So here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to go first. You know, I'll get all my thoughts out about the match. Give my star rating Then you can go next. And then, you know, I and, guess we're and, doing star ratings. Oh, you weren't. Because I, I had stars. I put stars for these. Dude, I could come up with star ratings on the spot. Don't even trip. Okay. Uh, also, my night one notes are going to be a little less just because uh, the night two, because we watched this together. So I was a little busy, you know, just memeing the show with James. Oh, yeah. So. And I'm sure on night two, you could skip the fucking video packages. You know what? That felt so good. <laughs> yeah. I was stuck watching that. I'll you fuck. watched it live. I was like, oh, I hate these fucking video packages. They weren't as brutal on night two, I hey, think. I don't know. There's no way. I don't think there's... Well, I'm, there... Here's the thing about night one. There was a match on that show that was supposed to happen. But it got cut! Because they kept on fucking playing video packages. I felt bad, too. Did you see Xavier Woods that day? He had the biggest afro. Wow. He had a big afro. And like those seventy spectacles, do 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 look like he was out of Black Dynamite. It was awesome. Yeah. So I have a quick hilarious story of fucking Xavier Woods. Sure. That fucking last time I was in Vegas for SummerSlam at the spot we munched food, like Xavier Woods was like right, like right, like just right, right around the corner where we were munching. Oh. And it was like, oh, hey, look at that, Xavier Woods. And a legit, I was just like, huh, we're just like cracking jokes, going up to like, yeah, man, dude, your segment sucked ass and like uh, tonight because all he did was come out with a giant squirt gun. Yeah. That was fucking horrible. Hey, oh, I was just a joke. Hey, yo, your segment sucked, but nice cock, bro. Because he has that sex tape with Paige that leaked. We were just cracking that joke on repeat. 
Yeah, Brad Maddox being the boy and being cameraman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking meme where they were like, they won tag team of the year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wrestling's kind of fun sometimes. All right. So I'm just to your mom that just goes like, wait, Xavier Woods had a sex tape leak. Uh, and to anyone else, wait, Xavier Woods has a sex tape leak? Yes. Yeah. It's more like Paige had a sex tape leak and he just happened to be one in one. Yeah, he's she, a, had, she had like five. Yeah. In the same week. So this first match is Shinsuke Nakamura and let me see if I can do this right. And Boogs. You mean Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs versus the Usos. First off, I wrote here that intro from Boogs where he's playing along the Shinsuke theme, that was five stars. Yes. But, uh, because Boogs is the best. And that. U- Usos, you know, I'll be honest, they've just been around, I-, I like their heel gimmicks, but like, been around so long, been around champs so many times, it's like, you've been champs so many times, it's like, a little stale, but they're still fun in the ring. Uh, they have haircuts now, so you can tell them apart. Ish. Except we didn't know which one was which still. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, fucking shit, there talking shit, we go like, Hey, what's their actual real names? And it's like John and Josh. You're like, wow, it's yeah, even more. It's fucking like confusing. John and Josh, and their middle names both have A's. Cause fuck us, I guess. Rikishi just hates us. Yeah, so literally, it's like a J A. Like they both have the same fucking initials. I was like, dude, what the fuck? So there was a lot of heat going in since it was the opening match. Boogs is over. It was fun and simple. Shinsuke was chilling hard as shit for the first half of the match. And I initially, I wrote here. I thought there'd be more to it, but the match was fine because the match ended kind of suddenly because Boogs was doing a spot where he was holding he was holding one Uso and Fireman Carry, and then the other Uso jumped on top of him. And I guess he was supposed to slam them both. He was supposed to slam them, but problem he was supposed is, to squat down and slam them. But problem is, homeboy's knee buckled super hard. So he's on the floor. He's howling in pain. Then he gets out on the floor and then uh, he doesn't get back in the ring. So I, so from, and we know this now, but we didn't ahead of time at the time. Booze is out with a legit injury, needs surgery. So they had to rush the finish. That's part of the reason why there was an extra couple video packages that first night was because oh. they were killing time. Yeah. Let that sink in. The match ended early. So instead of giving another match more time or, giving Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods their fucking their match. match. They just played more video packages. And just end up cutting the match like fucking dumbasses. Which I'm like, <laughs> holy fuck, these video packages. <laughs> the best, the, the only, I wouldn't say the only good one, but the best one, just because we saw Ready to Rumble, where there was, you know, where they had that Kid Rock song on, was that they had a Stone Cold package wow, that I you, saw like four or five times. So I got to see Stone Cold kick ass to, I thought you were going to save that to the Stone Cold part. Well, I mean, I was going to mention it on the pre-show, but I guess I kind of realized there was nothing cool on the pre-show besides the video packages. And I don't know. Jake Paul's cool. He what was the next with, match? Oh, oh yeah. wait, wait, let's get the star rating. Oh, yeah, I gave it three stars. So, well, I, And that's probably just me being nice because I felt bad for Boogs. I th- really thought it was a fine match. Uh, what were your overall thoughts? Yeah, see, I'm going to be just more straightforward. Like the Zach. Like the disaster and everything was just kind of like, like lame. And then just like six minutes, I was like, dude, I'm just gonna give this two stars. That's fair. On a scale out of five, I'm like, just just two stars. Like the dudes were good. Like Shinsuke actually had to try to work it, and it's like, oh hey, it's kind of end suddenly. And then I was like, look it up. Oh hey, my boy Boogs just got fucking injured. 
Yeah. Ouch. That sucks. That's a fucking... Because <laughs> he's great. Well, I don't know his wrestling, but everything else in Boog's rules. Bro, it's wrestling. Like, legit, like, fucking... He doesn't have to wrestle. He just needs to just roll up and just be booging, bro. <sighs> yeah, yeah, he's got that MJF clout. He just needs to show up and be himself. Okay, so next is Corbin... Um, Bear, Happy Corbin and Drew McIntyre. So the build of this match was... Basically, Corbin went from being homeless and then wanted to and then well, wanted this is the, the casino package. This yeah, is the video. according to the epic video package, uh, he wanted big at the casino, which pissed me off because I went to the casinos last year and I wasn't able to win millions of dollars and buy sexy cars. Fuck you, Corbin. But yes, and then he's been. What, fuck- you, what have you bought in sexy cars or just bought in just a bunch of video games? You know, I don't need to answer that. Yeah, so that's I'm right. Not, so I'm not. This is how well I know my co-host. Okay, so um, <laughs> and, and then he just been fucking with Drew McIntyre for for no reason. You want to something fucking trippy about Baron Corbin? If you think about it, he consistently has like consistent storytelling. He always has something to do. He always has consistent motivations, and he's always involved with the story. And his plot's always progressing. It's just that no one cares about. I would just say no one because he has a few like. Defend defensive fans, but for some reason WWE loves Baron Corbin. Now, for the reason why I think they were fucking with like uh they were fucking with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre got injured, so they used them as an angle to write him off television so he can recover. Yeah. But then Drew McIntyre came like recovered pretty quick, came back, and they jacked her his sword. All I know from like the build is that <laughs> Corbin had said a fuck joke where it was like forget there was something related to his mom and his sword. Yeah. And he just says, Ha, you don't have either one. And I'm just like I didn't catch it, but I was listening to other podcasts. I'm like, bro, wait, what? That's douchey. That's kind of fucked. Yeah. Uh, and then you see him trying to fucking slice off their heads, where it's like, yeah, you're, you're. I was like, wait, if you're just in his mom, I think you, you might. I think you, you're asking to get fucking sliced. At. Yeah. Drew McIntyre took a swing at him with his sword yes, in the package, like he was gonna decapitate. I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude! It's like he's just fucking going around slinging this fucking sword at these dudes. This match did not end with a decapitation like I was hoping. But no, but this fucking match did have something actually pseudo-significant. Yeah. Crowd loves Drew still, which is good. I saw some people try to say, oh, Drew's buried because he's in this mid-card storyline. And my resp- and a, a couple people's response and mine was, look, you can't always be in the main event picture. That's how you get stale. At least Drew has something to do. Yeah, he's just... Chilling, doing And he stuff. came out on top in the end. Corbin is, um, you know, Cor- I think Baron Corbin, if I'm being objective, is an, is a good, okay to good wrestler. And I think he can only have a good match. Maybe very good depending on the person. But I think he he's only capable of a good match. Yeah, he's not one of the most exciting wrestlers. But he has a good match. Like, and the on- work is fine. Yeah, and honestly, the match was fine. Uh, Drew won. It was a simple revenge story. Babyface triumphs over the heel who's been fucking with him. It was simple stuff. At the time, I gave it, uh, and I made a note here actually in my phone too. It's, it says in parentheses, be sure to reevaluate star ratings before podcasts. Might have been too nice. Because, you know, in the moment. At the time, I gave it three and a half. I don't think it's three and a half because, uh, you know, for a couple of reasons. I would be willing to bump it down to a three star, maybe three and a quarter if I was in a good mood. And three and a quarter. Oh, wait, three and a quarter. Yeah, a quarter, not three quarters. Yeah, but it's 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 for sure at least a three. I thought it was fine. 
So here's the one thing, significant thing that I will admit kind of was like an underlying detail. Oh, of the yeah, match. I, I know what you're going to say. I forgot to mention yeah, it. Yeah. So fucking Baron Corbin's finishing move, end, end of days, no one is supposedly kicked out of that. Yeah, I didn't know that. And actually. I was like, wait, what? So I just found that out. And it's like, holy shit. Well, I guess that's significant enough. Obviously, no one knows. Like, obviously, the match went out with off without a hitch. And obviously, after the match, there was the spot where we saw fucking Drew decide to cut cut the ropes with his sword to scare Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I forget who was on commentary, but someone tried to play like, oh, man, Mad Cat Moss just barely dodges the sword. There's like almost an entire head's worth of space or more between him and the sword. And Drew cuts through the top two ropes of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but for, for the most part for this match, it was just kind of like... Obviously, it wasn't the disaster the first one where it ended short. Oh, yeah. This still felt a little there, but kind of went longer. I felt like the work was good. It's cool, I guess, to see Drew sling people, sling freaking Baron Corbin around, but yeah. it, the match wasn't that exciting. I'll give it 2.5, two, two and a half stars. Next one I have here, Mysterios versus Social Media, which obviously, now listen, I know you and I both, but in a lot of ways, especially you, have a lot to say about this match and some choice words for good friend Bowen Steele. But let me let me read my notes here real quick, and then you may have the floor. Okay, I wrote here. Logan Paul can kind of sort of wrestle. Match has heat. James calls Miz King of Soft Style. Second worst frog splash I've ever seen. Which is weird because my my buddy at work says he actually thought Logan Paul had a good frog splash. And I was like, I think I need to rewatch that frog splash. Um, it was fun. Logan Paul didn't suck. I wrote here, I'm glad celebrities can like actually be taught to wrestle now or at least get through a match. Wrong team won. Because the match ended with <sighs> Miz and Logan Paul beating Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Now... As an objective, fair man, I genuinely can't find that many faults with Logan Paul's performance. That being said, Logan Paul just beat Rey Mysterio. What the fuck? Gave it three stars. Okay, you go. All right, so this fucking match, um, one, it's Rey. He's going to have a good match. Yeah. Fucking The Miz, though, like, I'm not, like, my main, like, freaking wrestling podcast listening go-to or where he just fucking talks mad shit on The Miz. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'll admit, it's like, he was just saying, like, dude, Logan Paul had better poise and charisma than The Miz, and it was like... Which is actually... And his kicks look better than The Miz. I was like, you're not wrong. Yeah. And freaking, like, yeah, here's the thing. If you want me to give the pauses out of the way, yeah, Logan Paul looked good in that match. He looked competent. Freaking people were very shocked with them. I don't like Logan Paul. Yeah, I don't either. I was just more just like disappointed. It's like, dude, fucking Rey Mysterio gets fucked with so much. Yeah. Like, dude, that dude never wins. Nope. And it's still fucking Rey. It's like, dude, why? Why do you hate Rey Mysterio this much? Why did you have to fucking have Logan Paul beat Rey Mysterio? And here's the thing. Logan Paul was like tr- causing heat where he was like, okay, he's going to do Eddie Guerrero spots. But usually when you do that... He'll fucking like get failed because then the baby face or the good guys were yeah. able to counter him. They usually interrupt them on the second one. Yes. Not no. this time. No. Logan Paul successfully successfully does the three amigos and he successfully does the shoulder shimmy into a frog splash. Yeah. I was like, 
Wow. Do they just hate Eddie? Do they just hate anyone that likes Eddie Guerrero? Seventeen years later, Eddie's exploitation's alive and well. Yes. Now we did see Logan Paul take a double six one nine. Yeah. Which hilarious because remember when the Miz was just randomly there? Yeah, he just ran up and like. It looked like he jumped on the ring apron and then just left. Yeah, because it was like, did he give Logan Paul some? No, because the Miz forgot his spot. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. Wow, the Miz was sucking if Logan Paul was a little bit on it than he was. Now, obviously, Logan Paul just looked like the primo douchebag. This is also the same guy that's trying to come off as of a good guy. Supposedly walked down to the ring with a freaking $5 million Pikachu card. The rarest I don't know if it's rarest Pokemon, but it's the rarest Pikachu card in the world, and he was wearing that shit like a chain. Yeah, and like supposedly my coworker said, it's like nah. Supposedly like all his like fucking like Pokemon card clout, like fucking flex shit, might be fake. And I'm just like, it's Logan Paul. He's kind of a fucking dumbass. If you if he wants to spend five million dollars on a Pikachu card, I could believe believe this guy spending. Five million dollars. Five million dollars on a fucking Pikachu card. Now, this also pissed me off, too, because I had old-ass Pokemon cards back in the day. <laughs> Maybe I should have kept kept a hold of them. I have a feeling Pokemon cards might be worth their weight in fucking gold. By now, yeah. Or these fucking nerds that are trying to spend this money on fucking Pokemon cards. Okay, so... Dude, I think I might have had a holographic fucking Japanese print Pikachu card back Ooh. when I was a fucking child. That's sexy. Yeah, but that's all fucking God, Al, because freaking... Yeah, yeah. I don't keep a fucking. I don't like keep holding my shit. <laughs> so, first off, so to All recap, right. so to recap this match, Rey Mysterio loses to Logan Paul. Okay, it's a fucking travesty. That's I was what you legit said, yeah. just crying. You got well, okay. Up, I wasn't like tears crying, but my fucking soul was crying. You got up from the chair you were sitting on. You walked to my doorway, and then you just hung. You just like put your arm on on the on the door on um on on the frame there, and you just like. Laid your head on there and just, 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 just look down and just salt. I was contemplating life, but then fucking good friend Bone Steel. Salt on the wounds moment. Jake Bone Steel messages us and then he says, can't believe you fucking said this. Miz needed the win. When does he need that fucking win? Mysterio never wins. <laughs> Why the fuck does Miz need the win? He fucking no one likes him. We like it when he lose. I don't like it when Ray loses. That sucks. Oh, but Logan Paul is a celebrity. Celebrities never lose. And then he said, "Bro, do you think anyone there really want to see Logan Paul win? Shut the fuck up." And then he says. The turn was fresh. He's like, no, they're trying to make Logan Paul the good guy. I thought they were trying to make Miz the good guy. I thought it was like a double, not a double turn, but I thought, yeah. I thought, because Miz got, because the match ends, they win. Miz hits Logan Paul with the skull crushing finale. And everyone cheers the Miz. Miz, well, yeah, because everyone hates Logan Paul. Yeah. But you're telling me now that Logan Paul wants to be the baby face? Yes. And I and I message Jake. I'm like, and I message Jake. I'm like, James is about to kick your ass. And he's like, get a flight, son. And James is like, Jake, don't be a communist. <laughs> so yeah, that match. Oh yeah, I'll give it three stars. Yeah, it's it's because it was good. If I'm being, it was a fun match. I'm being objective. It was good. 
The only Logan one- Paul did not need to beat Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is one of the top 10 just wrestlers of the world of all time in this current era in its history. He's great. He's amazing. Yeah, he's, but he never fucking wins. He's decorated. He has lineage and history. His name means something. He has weight. His uh, Well, not him. He's very tiny. Yeah, but his name dude. has weight. You know what I mean? He, he's he's, he, he's almost, give he's a, almost fuck a about god. It. Yeah, people give a fuck about Rey. Except... Unless you're WWE. But then he, then he does the job for Logan Paul in the year of our Lord 2022. Fucking hates us. It wasn't even Logan Paul that pinned Rey Mysterio. It was Miz. But in my mind, we know what it is. We know what it is. That's what it is. Logan Paul beat Rey Mysterio. That's uh, what it is. All right. What's going on to the next match? After fucking, I don't know how many fucking video packages. At least 14. Not literally, but it was a lot. It was a lot. Next is... um. Belair, um, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Now, here's a real classic. Okay, so, well, I'm a classic, but here's a very good match. So, the buildup going into this is like, hey, James, remember how Becky Lynch came back and pinned Bianca Belair in 26 seconds or something? Yeah, because I was there in that arena. <laughs> Becky Lynch came back. You're like, holy shit, dude, she's back for being a mom. No way. She's actually going to wrestle a match. And then she squashes fucking Bianca. And I'm like, wow, I just feel like I just I was back transported back to that fucking mania where fucking Becky Lynch pinned Ronda. Well, Ronda was levitating off the fucking ground. It was bullshit. And then I was like, I'm fucking boycotting Becky every time if, if I ever see her live again. Well, they turned that into a storyline. Yes. Which they actually like, turned it. It was like, oh, hey, that's not a half bad idea. But fuck you. Because, you know, your negative feelings on that WrestleMania are really interesting to me because at the time you were just like, oh, bro, that was brutal. And then later on, you're like, oh, bro, that fucking sucked. Then as recent as last week, when you talk about that wrestling show, you're like, bro, I felt abused <laughs> after that show. And yeah, um, so yeah, that was the storyline. I'm going to say right now, I really like the ferocity. These two felt like they were just trying to like hurt each other. Becky, especially at the start, you know, she came out trying to hit her with moves and pin her quick. And it was just really, it was just really awesome back and forth. They gave this match some time. I was really hoping I really, I still hold the fast. This should have main evented night one. I get why it didn't, but I still think it should have. Um, yeah, this was this was a lot of people's match of the night, um, even more so than the next two matches. Sorry, the next match, not the match after, and then the main event. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I thought this match was was uh, was great. I think Bianca basically stole the show again. She's great. She's a potential megastar on the making uh, in the making here. And Becky, I mean, pff, bro, Becky Lynch is a good wrestler. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, no, not, uh, not enough good things to say. I, uh, I genuinely thought this match was at least four stars, maybe 4.25 if I'm in a mood, but definitely four stars. So that's my opinion. Yeah, no, this match was really good for the most, it was just like good, like very busy, like for sure it was a very busy match. Well wrestled Dude, that fucking Molly go round where fucking Becky <laughs> just booted fucking Bianca straight into the fucking face. God, she got a shiner from that too. Yeah. And then just like, obviously like they built up to that finish, which eh, I felt like the finish could be built up more epic, but this was still a fun, exciting back and forth match. So yeah, I would give it four stars. Very well Two. wrestled. Next is Seth versus Vacant. 
That's what I was. So we have that. Seth Rollins comes out. So I don't know if he had a fucking choir of people. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I can't remember. So the storyline going in, for those that don't know, is basically Seth Rollins was throwing a tantrum because he can't be at WrestleMania because he lost a tag team match with Kevin Owens to be tag champs. So that threw it out. And then he lost a match against Kevin Owens, who then would go on to call out Stone Cold. So Seth's whole storyline was, I don't have a match at WrestleMania. What the fuck? Including boycotting Raw. And then uh, there was a very... Very uh, memed video where Rollins went to Mr. McMahon's office because he was summoned, and Mr. McMahon's like, uh, "You're if you want to match WrestleMania, all you had to do was ask me." Ha ha, that's awesome, Mr. McMahon. Who am I facing? You're gonna be facing an opponent of my choosing. Then he gets up on the desk, and for ru- for weeks now, it's been rumored that hot free agent Cody Rhodes had signed a deal with uh, with WWE, and uh, yeah, it was Cody Rhodes. And oh my God, this return was fucking fire. He had the music. He had the gear. They gave him crappy CGI graphics, but they actually look kind of cool. And then straight up, Cody Rhodes goes out there and they just have a fucking baller match. That's all I can really say. Uh, If you've seen one Cody Rhodes match, you've kind of seen all of them. But you know what I liked about this match, James? This match reminded people, hey, you know what? This Seth Rollins guy actually is a good wrestler. He's just kind of a he's just kind of a quirky weirdo who says some dumb things sometimes. But yeah, this guy's a good wrestler, and they just had a really. I think the mat. I think they wrestled. If you count the entrance with the match, this whole thing lasted almost like forty solid minutes. And they gave it a lot of time, and it was good. Um, the footage cut out for some stupid reason for a little bit, but uh, it took three crossroads, and yeah. It was a great match. Um, as far as from what I could tell, pretty much everyone's loved it, and I did too. I gave this now for sure. I gave this match four and a quarter. All right, for me for this match for sure. All right, so obviously it started off slow because everyone was pretty tired from like you know the shock and all that. Okay, Cody is actually here. Yeah, yeah. He actually is using the music that he's been using outside of WWE. Same entrance, same yeah. gear, everything. This is basically the Cody that you saw from AEW, and he's here at WrestleMania. I always forget how long he had that theme song. He had that theme song pretty much as so, soon as he left. Him and Seth have a, like, they have a pretty good match. Yeah. You see Cody, who, like, for some reason to me, looks like a fucking, like, freaking, like, every time he moves around, he's, like, spring-loaded for some reason. <laughs> you he's, said that. Yeah. He was like a, would you call him a solid slinky? Yeah, it's just a weird solid slinky and stuff. But, yeah, he's just, like, hopping around. And then, yeah, Seth Rollins, he is a good wrestler. I, people are, like, in love thinking he's one of the best. I just don't feel like he just doesn't look like snug. He just mm. looks like slow to me at times. Like athletically, he's good, but athletically, it still feels like dude, just kind of slow. Just like he could, yeah, athletically, he could do like amazing things. But yeah, no. And then yeah, the match is structured like how like a Cody Road match was. It's like an epic. It's like epic WrestleMania because like Seth actually does a fucking pedigree on him. Cody's been teasing on maybe doing a pedigree, but he ends up just doing a tiger bomb, which obviously he can't be doing a friggin' tiger driver 98. Yeah. But either way, he does a tiger bomb. And then the match ends when he hits like friggin' two crossroads, then does the flip flop and fly into the bit to the bionic elbow and one other crossroads for the win. Now, Cody Rose, for some reason, coming out of this match, looked like he got beat to shit because he's yeah, just he had all welts. Bru- yeah, he's got random welts and all bruised up. 
And this was a really like a really good wrestling match, and I thought it was fun and exciting. I would give it four and a quarter stars too. Yeah, this was really this was also a lot of people's match of the uh, this this was also a lot of people's match of the night. So next is Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. Okay, so quick version. I like Ronda Rousey enough. I'm over. I've been over Charlotte for a while. While about, I'm also able to admit she's a damn fine wrestler. And their whole feud was basically Charlotte being like, "Hey, Ronda, you're you're a one trick pony. You suck. You can't wrestle." And then Ronda Rousey's like, "Fuck you. I can wrestle." So yeah, that's almost entirely your build. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't really have much to say. Their match was incredibly whatever. And I really didn't like the finish because I saw some people say that the finish made sense, but because the finish ends with Charlotte hurting a spearing little Nate, uh, sorry, referee Charles Robinson, and then Becky gets her in the armbar. Charlotte taps, but then uh, what's her name? Uh, Rhonda goes to wake up the ref, and then when she does, turns around, bam! Uh, Charlotte gives Rhonda a big boot to the face, and that's what pins her. I've seen her pin people with this before, actually, but this is Ronda Rousey we're talking about here, and the reason why people are like, it makes sense, it's like, oh, well, bro, it caught her off guard, you know, that would put down anybody. See, I don't know if she fucking, like, Ronda Rousey took, like, a queen slayer or whatever that fucking flip move, like, Charlotte does. I don't think she did. Or maybe earlier in the match, here's the thing, this match, we were kind of zoned out. Yeah. The Cody match kind of took it out of us. The build for this match, no one kind of, no one really gave a fuck. I know, I didn't. But, like, if you watch, it's like, this is, like, they're wrestling pretty good. I like Ronda's just random judo shit and looks like she's (laughs) trying to beat the fuck out of, like, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Like, generally the match is so good, but dude, the crowd does not give a fuck. Yeah, because Cody wore him out. But then, yeah, and then we just got the fucking random boot to the face to win. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Masters is over. We get a little smudge and then just a boot to the face. These two just are, and I and according to Meltzer, setting up for the he 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 gives his short review of it on Twitter and says setting up a rematch. And I'm like, you know what went through my head first? And I didn't say this to you because I want to say it's on the podcast. This is this is this is the female Brock and Roman. You've got the kind of you've got the legit fighter dude, and you've got the top. Even got the top star that Vince and company really like. And they just want to see them fight a lot. A lot. But yeah, but the build for this match was just kind of lacklustering. It was first to being like portrayed as the main event of the show. Ronda, when she was on like it was either Raw or something, was promoting that her match was going to close out WrestleMania. Yeah. But other people were like, no, the Kevin Owens segment with Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to close out Mania. And then supposedly Ronda got a little furious about that, that she was like, I've been promoting this wrong. What the fuck? Fuck you guys. And then supposedly, well, that's one story that she left the Hall of Fame or just didn't go because of that. The other story is that, you know, she's got like fucking like, what, two, three kids or something. Like, dude, her and her fucking hubby have been working on fucking popping out (laughs) some children. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I have a feeling, you know, maybe she went and, you know, put her kids to bed and stuff. Either way, people were a little drained around this point. Well, the show was a little long. Yeah. This is already past three hours. I don't know how many matches. This is the fifth match. Yes. So you're wondering how many fucking video packages has there been? I think before this match, you were literally going like, 
I think 30 minutes have passed. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because I went to because we were chilling after the Cody match. I went to the bathroom and then mid piss I thought of something and came back in. Charlotte and Ron were about to come on. I was like, hey James, hasn't it been like almost half an like 20, 30 minutes since like since we've seen wrestling? And James and you were just like, Oh my fucking god, these video packages. <laughs> For fucking real. Also, this run of time, we found out that the friggin' New Day match got cut. Yeah. Because these fucking video packages. I was really quick. What'd you rate? 30 this? fucking <laughs> minutes till we finally got just that match. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? What'd you Holy rate this shit. match? I'll give it three and a half. That's what I gave it. I didn't know if that was too nice or not. Okay, so here's your main event. Yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Kevin Owens show. Now, listen, I've seen a lot of people theorizing from the Observer to the What Culture dudes. I've seen a lot of people theorizing that the reason why this A went on and B ended up what it did was because some people were like, hey, honestly, Stone Cold probably didn't know it didn't know it was going to be was going to be until that day or that week or something like that. Now, I don't know if that's true because no one's been able to confirm or deny. Some now, of here's things. the thing. The only thing that you could attest to that theory to possibly being that is the last time he wrestled at the last WrestleMania where he was going up against the rock where his body was wrecked. He was just stressed and nervous. He pounded so much fucking energy drinks. Yeah. His fucking heart was just fucking like. Going on an overdrive that he had to go to the hospital the day of and then went and wrestled. Yeah. So here's the thing. Stone Cold, one of the coolest dudes. I guess he is human. Yes. Even he gets stressed and I didn't nervous. know he was like almost 60. I know I probably sounds oh, yeah. dumb, but he I was didn't late know. late 50s. Yeah. I, I thought this whole time he was like at least early 50s. No. He's like almost 60. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, so you're like, no way. Is he actually going to do this? Because what happens is, the buildup is, so the whole time, Kevin's been promoting this as, I'm going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Kevin Owens show, and then, you know, I'm going to tell him how much he sucks. So he gets him out there, Stone Cold comes out, and bro, we were waiting for the glass to break. Because he's just sitting there, and he's just going he's talking, on, talking and shit talking. on Texas, talking shit on Steve Austin, and then finally the glass breaks, like, yes, a fucking Stone Cold pop, where he comes out, and for the first, like, Five to ten seconds, you can't hear his music because people are fucking cheering so loud. Yeah, this might surprise some of you people listening. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a very popular wrestler. Yes. A very beloved, cherished human being. Oh, my God, dude. Hold up. Give me give me a sec because, like, fucking... Are you just going to pull up the footage from the Bone Steel? Oh, no. I was, oh, I was, I was just going to do... It's like when you hear that... Oh, dude, it's a call to arms. It's a call to action. Yeah, dude, I was fucking hyped. Ready. Like, dude, ready for Austin comes out. He comes out. He's hanging. He almost seems a little hesitant walking down. Yeah. And then freaking he goes, walks back, and uh, Kevin Owens like, look at this guy. He's walking back, grabs a fucking ATV, <laughs> mobs down to the ring, yeah, drives yeah. around a couple times, then goes up and starts talking to Kevin. So... To, so to cut through the talking, there was some okay talking here. There but was a little bit of talking. Kevin's going on and on. Stone Cold says some things, and then and then Kevin's oh, just like, you know, I I want to challenge you. Yeah, to I didn't a no holes barred match right here right now. Yeah, he's like, I didn't invite you out here to talk. I want to challenge you to a fight. And then Stone Cold, uh, he says some stuff, but then he ends his thing by saying, "I had my first match here in Dallas, Texas." Crowd cheers. I could have my last match here in Dallas, Texas. 
If y'all want to see Stone Cold, uh, you know, kick this, kick this sack of shit, give me a hell yeah. And dude, like, it's just like, no, I said, give me a hell yeah. And dude, this was fantastic. Cause he's like, bring me a ref. And oh, dude, this, this buildup was this, yeah, this was, this was amazing. The, yeah. Like a ref like, comes down and you're like, like, no way. Like Kevin throws down his mic. Stone Cold throws down his mic. Kevin gets up and throws his chair out of the ring. Stone Cold gets up and throws his chair out of the ring. The ref comes in. They're getting psyched up, and you're like, oh, man, this is going to happen, isn't it? Then ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. The crowd popped for the bell to ring, and it because it's like, oh, my God. Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to fucking wrestle. And, you know, they had the stare down, and then I'm so scared. This is just going to be the same when Rock fought Eric Rowan. And I'm like, this is just going to be a squash, isn't it? But no, they start punching each other, and then they wrestle for like 15 minutes. Yeah. It was awesome. The only part where Stone Cold looked weak was when he was stomping the mud hole. Yeah. Now, there is a theory that he like he didn't know he was going to do the match till once he was in the ring, so he might not have warmed up. Lo and he did have the same weak-ass stomps on Vince McMahon the night prior. Yeah. But... Stops aside, like whatever. He's old. I don't fucking care. His punches still look awesome. And Stone and uh, Owen sold for him like a million bucks. Oh, dude, they were fighting. Around. He made uh, he made it look like Austin was hitting him with cinder block hands. Like no, legit. Like dude, there's like fucking great spot where like he like throws Austin into the barricade, but Austin bounces off fucking clothesline him. <laughs> and then Owens flips. Yeah, but then fucking. He throws Owens into the crowd. I'm like, no fucking way. We're getting a fucking crowd brawl and with Stone brawl, Cold Steve Austin. And they and brawl in the crowd. And then Stone Cold takes a fucking suplex. Stone Cold, he's not giving a suplex. He's taking one. He took a suplex onto the concrete. Yes. And I was like, because I thought, okay, because for a while he was just beating the no, shit out of Owens. No way. But no, he was oh, I was living and dying this match because I was so scared he was going to get hurt. I was like, dude, this fucking near 60 old man with the fucked up back and everything. And neck. He just fucking took a fucking suplex to the CMA. And you're like, oh, dude, it's on now. Oh, dude, yeah. And then he throws Owens on the table and then they're brawling. Uh, he takes a step on the stage. Up there. Like, they fight up, up onto their entrance, and then Stone Cold gives Kevin Owens... Well, no. Kevin Owens tries to fuck around with his a, like Stone Cold's ATV, yeah. but he doesn't know how to operate an ATV, so you see Stone Cold just beat the shit out of him while he's sitting on the ATV, then drive the ATV up onto the entrance, then fucking Stone Cold just beats the shit out of Kevin Owens on the entrance ramp, then fucking suplexes him two times. Stone Cold suplexes Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Throws him back in the ring... Then we see fucking like, eventually it leads up to Kevin Owens gives Stone Cold a stunner. Oh, dude, I thought I actually legitimately thought he was going to win. And I'm just like, no way. You, no, no, no. I'm like, they wouldn't, would they? This will put Owens on the fucking moon. And he does kick out. And then Owens fucking goes. Fucking barely. Owens, yeah, it's like, because that's what I appreciated. He didn't, he, he has to kick out of his own move, but he doesn't bury it. So. Owens is pissed. He goes off, gets a steel chair, tries to go to hit Owens. He, he no, he but, tries to hit Stone sorry, Cold. Sorry, he tries to hit Stone Cold, but Stone Cold gets out of the way when um when Owens goes swinging. The chair bounces up, hits him in the head. Stone Cold hits a mighty stunner on Kevin Owens, and then boom, he pins him. One, two, three. Stone Cold's retirement match that we didn't know was even going to happen, and it was awesome. Now, let me say something here, okay? I am aware that at most, this match was good. Like, only good. Like, you could maybe squeeze a four-star match out of it. But look, I'm spe speaking as a lifelong wrestling fan, 
as a lifelong fan of Stone Cold, as a lifelong fan of, unfortunately, WWE, but as a lifelong fan of professional wrestling. Fuck that. This was like 10 stars. You had to be there. It was amazing. I might watch this match again when I go home. <laughs> it was so good. The crowd, seeing Stone Cold fight Kevin Owens, we don't get stuff like that. We don't get stuff like the old dudes fighting the new generation dudes really anymore because all the all the old generation dudes are retired and Vince McMahon isn't exactly in a hurry to bring back ruthless aggression guys like Carlito and freaking Matt, Matt Murdock. Not Matt Murdock. Matt, uh, uh, the Morgan? blue Morgan. Yeah. Dude, he was barely in the fucking E. Yeah, I know, but I, I need a random name. See, so, you know, so, oh, dude, this was, this was, this was unofficially a 10 star match. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, if I was to rate this, okay, in all seriousness. Yeah. You know what? Maybe with the work. And a little bit of bias, I'll give it three and three quarter stars. Okay. Because Stone Cold is a good worker at Obviously. his age. He's smart. He didn't do much. And it was a fun match and brawled. He know what he had to do. And Kevin Owens bumped around. But if it was me personally, dude, it's fucking 500 stars, bro. <laughs> the fucking match ruled. It's awesome. We didn't get fucking suspect Stone Cold to do this shit. And it was like, fuck, dude. And he worked good. Like, yes. it didn't work, like, you know, super athletically. I'm sorry. This ain't a fucking Will Ospreay match or anything like that. <laughs> this is fucking a near 60-year-old Stone Cold, but he know what to do right. Yeah. Other than his stomps, everything else ruled. It's fucking 500 stars, bro. This It's match, amazing. The one... Oh, the yeah. Every time he was beating the shit out of, like, fucking Kevin Owens, he kept on drinking beer. Yeah, throughout the match, he just kept drinking beer, and you were just like, dude, every, with every beer he consumes, he gets more powerful. Oh, man, it was amazing. The one thing about this match that's negative, it's not even about the match, is because you know there's going to be those old guys that, like, don't watch, like, don't like modern wrestling, or some guys like our age that only like old stuff, where they're going to be like, oh, this 60-year-old Stone Cold showed all these flippity, flippery-dippery-doos how to actually wrestle. But I don't give a shit. This match was amazing. All right. On the night two. Do you have a timestamp? Yeah. Go for it. Night two. Okay. So the show up, I didn't watch the pre-show because I came, I had to watch it after work. The show opens up with Triple H coming out and he does his entire entrance for no reason. Like he walks down, gets on the apron, spits the water, gets on the turnbuckle, does the thing. It's like 10 minutes before he actually gets in the ring. And then uh, he says, welcome to WrestleMania and leaves his boots in the ring because Triple H had a heart scare recently. Uh, he had a heart attack, right? Yeah, he had a heart attack. He had to do some gnarly shit, and now he has a fucking defibrillator in his fucking body. Yeah. Making sure his heart's running. That's crazy to me. So he can't wrestle anymore. So yeah. I'm going to miss Triple H. Triple H. He's done a lot. Triple H is the... I I, think he can retire. I talked to you about this, but I haven't said this on the show. Triple H is the picture-perfect example in wrestling of a love-hate relationship. He's done so much awesome, cool stuff. Not even just talking about NXT. He's done a lot of cool, awesome stuff. But he's also done a lot of shitty stuff. For every good moment he's had in the ring, he's had some really bad ones. Everyone talks about the reign of terror like it was the worst thing. And it kind of was the worst thing. I would almost argue I think Jeff Jarrett's was worse in TNA. But yeah, I'm going to miss Triple H. 
Yeah, so let so, so let me throw my two cents at Triple H. Oh, sure, go ahead. I just know is that when he fucking came, I was like, the show started with him. I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I know that sounds rude that the man had to retire, but I'm like, fuck, bro. And his entrance just goes on for a minute. And it's kind of sick. You're like, oh, shit, dude, we're getting fucking Triple H. We get to hear the game yeah. in the fucking at WrestleMania and shit. I'm just like, oh, guys, is he going to fucking talk forever? And then there's one moment you just saw, I was like, he just fucking randomly has his boots there. He's going to do a whole like fucking retirement speech. This is going to take 30 fucking minutes. No, he just says, he just introduces the WrestleMania, leaves his boots in the ring and walks off. I'm like, yeah. okay. But holy fuck, his entrance was a I would have been fine with him giving a little speech if he didn't do his whole entrance. It took him 10 minutes. He fucking did take 10 fucking minutes to just I thought the new day walk. I thought the New Day were going to get cut again. For fucking real. All right, what's next? All right, what was the okay. first official match for night two? It was WrestleMania. It was RK Bromance, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle versus the Private Profits, the Street Profits. I call them Private Profits because the joke is that them and Private Party are the same thing. Versus, okay, so the next team is Otis and um and um Gabriel. Um, I forgot his name. Just keep going. I'll yeah. fucking remember it. Yeah. Versus um. Versus yeah, versus Otis Chad or, Gable. Chad Gable, or as they're calling themselves Alpha Academy, or as I call them, World's Greatest Tag Team Two. Oh my god, we didn't even do some mill bullshit with the fucking WrestleMania. We forgot to talk about Undertaker coming out. Oh yeah, that's right. They we did also their forgot to talk about fucking Stephanie McMahon trying to bring out Gable Stevenson. Well, I figured you'd want to focus on the matches, but yes, she. Okay, so first off, so we could talk about. You can avoid the video packages. Yeah, we can maybe talk about those split segments. I just know Gable Steve. Yeah, talk about that first, because that was weird. Because she literally just walks out, says hi, says, hey, this is that guy, and then they leave. Yeah, I'm like, this dude comes up with the charisma of a fucking mailbox. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a fucking killer, bro. He's a fucking one, like, he's one, like, gold in the fucking heavyweight yeah. division and, like, whatever wrestling he did. Like, very last second, like, that match was pretty exciting. And then he's also just went and won the NCAA, like, freaking national tournament. So. That's impressive. Yes. Like, he's a legit dude. Legit is, killer. Is he this generation's Tank Abbott? Or do you think he's going to be? Dude, Tank Abbott was horrible. Well, yeah, but... He never did anything. He was just a fucking random brawler. <laughs> that was entertaining as shit. <laughs> It'd be more like Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah, but Kurt Angle was good. And, like, his fucking actual wrestling? or just... His wrestling and charisma. He had the whole package. Oh, yeah, I know. Kurt Angle had charisma. And he was entertaining. We don't know about this Gable Stevenson. All right, so which they did show him before this match. Yeah. So tell us about this friggin' triple threat tag team party match. Yeah. So uh, good opening match. Everyone had energy. Corey Graves referred to Otis as the tree trunk. I thought that was funny. There's a part where Montez jumped over the turnbuckle onto everyone, and he stuck the landing because fuck you, he can do that. Riddle had painted toenails. I noticed. <laughs> Did you notice Riddle's toenails? No, I wasn't paying attention to Riddle's feet. I was kind of zoning out on this one. Orton literally does... Okay, this was hilarious. Orton, like, does nothing for the whole match, but he gets the hot tag, and like, the whole building is stoked. Because Randy Orton is, like, the best babyface right now, and it's all because of Riddle. Oh, dude, Randy Orton's full-on babyface Randy Orton, where he's always trying to hype up the crowd and I shit. I know! <laughs> His baby face is so basic, it might not even be good, but, but so for some reason, he's just so magnetic in personality. I don't know what it is. 
Um, but yeah, so Otis makes uh, almost. I wrote here, Otis almost dies. I he took a brutal bump at some point, but I don't remember what it was. I just wrote here, Riddle die. Uh, Otis dies. Riddle hits an RKO from the top rope. That was probably the best spot of the night. No, no, the fucking another night of this match. No, no, the fucking gnarliest was the fucking blockbuster that Doomsday blockbuster that oh, the fucking yeah. private party, dude. Montez Ford had a fucking jump <laughs> so fucking high. I was like, damn, that dude. That was amazing. Legit, dude. He jumped so high, but I was like, dude, that landing must fucking suck. Yeah. Every time. How about his frog splash? Frog splashes already look like they hurt, but his frog splash, he gets like 18 feet in the fucking sky. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm going to just jump as high as I can. And it's like, well, dude, you got to fall just as low, far, even farther. So fucking. Well, he hasn't puked up his, he hasn't puked up his guts gnarly. yet. Yeah, but yeah, and freaking like, just like. I guess, like, we had Montez. He was about to do a friggin' frog splash on the Mr. Orton. But Randy, uh, but fucking our homeboy, Matt Riddle, pops up, friggin' onto the top rope, does a friggin' jumping cutter. Yeah. And then friggin' the other guys try to, does a, no, we had fucking Gable that try to do a fucking frog splash on a Randy Orton, but he catches him in an RKO and then just pins him. It was 11 minutes, but it was a fun party match to start off it the show. It was really solid fun. I'm glad RK Bro are still champs. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know about you. I felt like this match could have been a three point five, but you know what? I really liked it. I'm giving it three and I'm giving it three and three quarters because you know what? It was just fun. It was solid. Now, what the fuck was this shit after the match? Oh, with Gable Stevenson? Yeah. So, well, one because this I, this came off as awkward. All right. So let me explain. Okay. Thank you. So Gable Stevenson, he you know won gold in the Olympics. People know him. As like a freaking wrestler, gold medalist and shit. WWE signed him basically right after the Olympics. Mm-hmm. He also did want to go fit. He's been training in pro wrestling, but he's also went wanted to finish out and do that NCAA tournament. So he's there, you know, promote himself because here's the thing. WWE signed him. I'm sure to buttloads of money because, you know, hey, we have a fucking Olympic gold medalist again. Yes. So he was there in the crowd. Like at the beginning of the match. So after the match, I'm trying to fucking remember uh, the Street Profits because oh, yeah. I'm trying to not call them private party. <laughs> the Street Profits have a gimmick with the Solo Cups. Yeah. Which they were wanting to share the fucking drink with freaking uh, Randy Matt, Orton Matt and Matt Riddle. Riddle. Yeah. Sorry. There I'm mixing go. up my words. Hold on. Give me one second here. Because we're right next to the outro where it usually hangs out. So I don't need that noise coming into my ears. So they're having drink, and they invite Gable Stevenson to come in and have some drink with them. But then Chad Gable comes in, and he goes like, no, 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 no. This guy, get out of here. You're not even wrestling with us yet. Which all this leads to, hey, let's get a geek to be like, for, we, let's get this geek here so that our new, brand new shiny toy can just friggin' do one spot, basically do a friggin' belly-to-belly, chucks him across the ring, and we're all excited because he went and just killed Chad Gable, this nerd, and yeah. then started, like, having drink with the friggin' uh, the Street Profits, not Private Party. Weren't the Street Profits around, like, way before Private Party? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You would have to, like, look at that specifically. Does that explain everything to you? Yeah, it, the, the whole ordeal for me, I don't know about you, just kind of came off as awkward. Oh, yeah. No, it was just dumb and awkward. Okay. But come on. <laughs> hey, what's bringing our new shiny toy to do something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's literally what it was. Uh, hopefully, I explained it well enough. 
No, Maybe I better. explain it better. But no, you it, did it like better the, than I could have. Yeah, but the segment just was dumb. Loki yeah. was kind of dumb, and so far, Gable Stevenson has the charisma of a mailbox. <laughs> but fuck it. Hey, what's fucking, you know, yeah. pay mad money for Olympic gold medalists? Because they did that back then for Kurt Angle and then also Mark Henry. Was what? Shamrock an Olympic guy, or was he just a, UFC. He just a fighter? He was okay. just UFC. Well, he fought in, like, the early UFC and shit. Yeah. And he was like one of the first or second world heavyweight champion. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. Because I wrote here, everyone tries to be friends, but Chad Gable comes in and says, fuck friends. All right, what's the next match? Or was there something in between? No, there was nothing really. Next, So it was fucking video it packages. It was video packages. If I don't say there's something in between the matches, just assume it's video packages, guys. Next is Omos weighing in at 400 pounds, they said. Or as I called him, New New Jack. New Jack? New New Jack. What makes you say he's New Jack? Because he's scary and big. Yeah, but he doesn't seem like fucking like a murderer. And he looks sketch to work with. Yeah, he looks, but not New Jack sketch. That's true. Omos might injure you. New Jack might kill you. No, New like, no, dude. Fucking Omos, though. Like, I was legit, legit stoked on this match. I'm like, oh, dude. We're going to watch. Here's the. Omos. Oh, you were stoked on the you were stoked coming into this because I had no expectations. Oh, dude. I had zero expectations other than this might be the drizzling shit. <laughs> but fucking Omos is just the fucking awkwardest freaking just this tree log of a man. And I wrote here, Omos makes Bobby Lashley look small. Then I wrote like, here. Everyone says this match was horrible, but I'm like, maybe you didn't say your expectations or you understand the reality horrible, of this match. N- horrible? No. Great? No, too. But it's not horrible. I don't know. Some people say it's horrible, but I liked it because it was horrible. I wrote here, Corey Graves just said Omos has a fist the size of a Christmas ham. I wrote here, their match is simple. It's like David and Goliath, but they're both big. So it's more like Goliath versus a Titan. My thing was just like, yeah, how is freaking this big, beefy Bobby Lashley, the almighty Bobby Lashley, going to beat this fucking undefeated giant? I'll say this. This sloppy, like, freaking lug of this man. I'll say this. Bobby Lashley is not, like, some amazing, like, technical wrestler. But you know what? You know what this match was? He worked really hard to put him over. To put Omos over. Dude, Omos, I don't think he needs to be put over. He just has to fucking just clubber him around and be this fucking giant. He just, all he did was clubber, do some fucking was bear hugs your, and was, squeeze him. Was that, but then we just had Lashley eventually just like, you know, was able to Lashley and beat him. And I'm just like, this all this match was to me. I was going to say, was that what you are going to say all this match was? It was just him throwing Lashley around, but then Lashley just wins. Yeah. What the hell you suspect this match was going to be? I wrote here, I wrote here, oh Jesus, Omos just caught Bobby midair. That's terrifying. Then I wrote here, a bear hug in 2022. Uh, yeah. What would you rate the match? So, people will say this batch was horrible when we were giving it negative stars. What? No. That's, I'm not going to ask you for proof. I believe you because I trust you. But that is incorrect. People say, oh, you can't have an incorrect. You can't have a bad opinion. Yes, you can. And that's one of them. That is incorrect. Here's the thing. This match is bad. because, Like, yeah, the work is bad, but it's also campy and funny. It's like watching, you know, the Brothers of Destruction versus Chronic in that fucking one pay-per-view. Where people say that match was horrible. Like, one of the worst. But I watch them like, yeah, it's a little awkward, but it gets fucking funny and hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's not, Uh, obviously, it's not Survivor Jenna versus whoever else that chick. It was Charmella. Hall of Fame 22 inductee, Queen Charmelle. Yeah, it's not that match. Yeah. 
This was not minus five star. No, this was. Uh, I, I I'm gonna be honest. I gave it a three. Like, if you want me to say, like, out of my personal enjoyment, it's yeah. three stars. If yeah. I actually had to rate the work. It's like one and a, it's like a <laughs> one and a half. Listen, Bobby tried really hard. Oh, no, he didn't. You he, can see. No, he did enough. I don't get, I was like, dude, I know what Omos is. He's just a big, sloppy fucking giant. Yeah, yeah. What else do you want? He's going to clubber you, throw you around, freaking bear hug you, and then we're just going to watch Lashley do feats of strength to fucking beat this man. It seems like you never watched a fucking bad giant before. Omos feels like he stepped right out of 86. He's not the first bad giant, and he's not going to be the last. Omos feels like he stepped right out of 85. Okay, so... Oh, fuck. Here we go. Johnny Knoxville versus (gasps) Sami Zayn, a.k.a. the match where Dave Meltzer got ratioed. Did you see that? Yeah. Dave Meltzer went on Twitter. He did not like this match. He said it was but horrible it's okay. in some parts. It's like, it's okay. Meltzer felt like when he was watching it, he had people over and he felt embarrassed watching this match with people watching. I've seen him give cringier comedy acts better reviews. But I feel like Dave Meltzer did not know coming in what fucking jackass is. I guess not. So but here's the thing. If you want to actually rate it straightforward as a wrestling match, it's horrible. But if you want to talk about this match, it was a fucking entertaining cartoon. Yeah, I think that this it was, was supposed to be a comedy match. Yeah, this was a real life fucking comedy match. What so, the fuck else you suspect? Let me walk through this. I don't really have. If you don't know what Jackass is, you yourself was an idiot not knowing coming I into this popped match. So hard. I popped so hard for the fact that Johnny came out to the Jackass theme song. That made me really happy. So I have notes for this. It's not so much notes as much as it is reactions. So like I wrote here, so most of the match is just Johnny Knoxville getting beat up. Yeah. Much like on like, Jackass. L- like legit, the match starts with fucking Sammy just straight booting Knoxville in the face. I thought that was going to be it. I actually thought he was just going to pin him. Just like that. I'm glad they didn't though. No, but they bring out some pl- pl- like Pat McAfee plunder. says, this is nothing. I've seen Knoxville die like four times. There's a table full of mouse traps. Knoxville tries to suplex. Then some stuff happens for a while. Then all of a sudden, party boy at WrestleMania. Chris Pontius comes out of fucking nowhere. Starts dancing. It's like, yeah, yeah. Takes off the shirt, rips off the pants. I thought they were going to start playing music because he's doing the party boy dance. Yeah, he's straight up party boys and then just fucking starts dance humping Sammy and he's Jesus going, Jesus fucking Christ, what's the fuck's going on? Eventually he kills fucking Pontius. Yeah, and Pat McAfee says, Pat McAfee says, Pontius's cheeks are at WrestleMania. And then after Sammy Zayn kicks him, and then Pat McAfee goes, what the hell? His cheeks were just getting over. <laughs> no, he says, he says his cheeks were starting to get over. So he kicks Pontius and banishes him to the shadow realm. More Johnny getting beat up. And then from the fucking shadows, out comes Wee Man. He gets a massive pop. I wrote here, Wee Man Mania. Wee Man got the fattest pop. And then some stuff happens. And then Wee Man fucking just suplexes. No, Sammy body Zane. slams. Sorry, body slams. Like Andre, like Hulk Hogan yeah, right, and Andre right. the Giant. Yeah. Oh my God, that's exactly what that fucking was. Yeah, yeah. He body slams Sami Zayn, fat pop. Then Wee Man just gets kicked in the fucking face. No, 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 no. Here's the thing about fucking Wee Man. Mm-hmm. I don't think he learned how to work prior to this match. He just came in and it's just fucking UFC one with him. 
He's just straight up fucking trying to punch the shit out of Sami Zayn, kicking him straight in the shin. He fucking oh, Sami Zayn takes that body slam, and then now it's time for his receipt. And he fucking boots fucking Wee Man straight in the fucking nose. Now he great. was a class act not to use his toes. Yeah, he still used the flat of his foot, but basically, I think he was trying to break fucking Wee Man's nose. Here's the thing about fucking Sami Zayn. He was not working with normal people. Normal wrestlers, so I'm sure they were just going full ham on him, yeah. and basically it was just receipt after receipt. Now, clearly, this obviously- This was a violent fucking match. This- <laughs> And then out of nowhere, Knoxville just hits a tornado DDT. Yes, he hits a tornado DDT. Also, Wee Man brought- I think, yeah, Wee Man brought in this fucking device that had a leg, and yeah. you know all its purpose was to fucking have it boot someone in the cock. Yes. And yeah, Wee Man kicks in the face. I wrote here, Sammy is best heel ever. I wrote here, Cole is dying on commentary. Michael Cole can't believe anything he has seen. And listen, Pat McAfee has done great things for Michael Cole as a person and in life and on commentary. You can see that they actually just straight up have fun together. And the two of them are selling this match and it's insanity so hard. Then... Sammy gets on a gets on the thing to do a jump, but then like freaking Knoxville pulls out a thing like a, oh. a remote, and it sets off the pyro, which sends Sammy flying. Yeah, so Sammy quote unquote got his ass burned by pyro. Yeah, and it just yeah more shit happens, more shit happens. Not as uh, Sammy ends up getting hit with the big freaking slap yeah, hand from Jackass Three. Yeah, dude, they were outside and fucking like out of nowhere with the camera shot, we just see Sammy die by this fucking hand. I was howling at, at that one. Sammy at one point that ate was a like, bowling ball. Where the fuck did that come from? S- Sammy at one point eats a bowling ball to the nuts. Yeah, he ate a bowling ball to the nuts. He also got fucking nailed in the dick by the fucking kick dicker machine. And then the match ends when they bring out a giant mouse well, trap. also fucking, we had like Knoxville tase fucking Sammy in the balls. And yeah. then Sammy went, went up at one moment, tried to make sure that the pyro wasn't going to go off in his ass. Just to have Knoxville fucking grab Sammy's dick with tongs. Yeah. Throw him off the top of the rope, through the fucking mousetrap table, and then the rest of the jackass crew brings in this fucking stupidly enormous mousetrap. It looks like the mousetrap you'd see if you ever seen Nutcracker. This mousetrap was made by was made out of fucking PVC pipes. If you if you've ever seen the Nutcracker in theaters, this is this looks just like the mousetrap they used to kill the rat king at the end of the first act. And then yeah, Knoxville wins. Yeah, no, they use the fucking giant mousetrap, which malfunctions, but Knoxville just gets it to work anyway. Yeah. Sammy is just trapped under this giant mousetrap. Fucking Knoxville wins, and then Sammy has to pretend that he's still stuck in this giant mousetrap. And the crowd loved every minute of this match. Yes, unless you're Dave Elser. Now, listen, I'm aware as a wrestling match, this might, okay, this is technically... A horrible match. Okay, I I can concede that. Um, at most, this match could only maybe ever be three stars. In reality, it might. If this was anyone else, it would probably be like a two, maybe less. But listen, as a lifelong wrestling fan, as a lifelong jackass fan, and as just a human being, oh bro, this was like sixty nine stars. I loved it. I love this so much. Everyone, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Pirate it. Do something. Just watch it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. No, this match was super entertaining. I give it like 100 stars. <laughs> it gets 69 because funny. So, next is the women's tag team match. 
First up is I. First up is Naomi. Uh, the first team is Naomi and Sasha Banks, or as I call them, Team Glow Boss. Next is oh yeah, this women's tag team four way match. Next is Rhea Ripley and Mandy Rose, or as I call them, Team High School. Their entrance had a CGI explosion for the graphics. That was awful. Uh, the team that I called, hey, we actually know how to wrestle you assholes, which was Natalia and Shayna Baszler. And then the other team, which I called Team Corey Graves, Team Corey Boner, which was Queen Selena Vega and Carmella. Fucking Carmella comes out. Dude, she's just fucking wearing freaking women's underwear. What the fuck is she even wearing? And fucking all you hear from Corey Graves is saying that she needs to win this match so that they could pay their fucking honeymoon. And like supposedly they were talking about earlier that they're going to get married and they're going to celebrate it in the ring. I'm like, wait, are they promoting a fucking sex celebration between <laughs> fucking Corey Graves and Carmella? What? And then Corey Graves is like, oh, it's going to be crazy, Saxton. So fucking spoiler, Raw's already happened, especially when I freaking dropped this podcast. Supposedly, yeah, no, not supposedly, Carmella and Zelina break up. Yeah. They literally just says, what the hell, you lost the match, bullshit, fuck you, screw you and your man, except I'll admit your man is handsome, how dare you, you do not talk about my man like that, fuck you. Listen. This match was a piss break match, I'm sorry. They tried. Like, literally. Because you have good talent in there. You've got Sasha Banks, who's good. Rhea Ripley, who's good. They try to do a party match, but only time I actually enjoy this match is for some reason Shayna Baszler just came in and just started killing people. Here's my I'm problem. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Here's Why the my- fuck is Shayna, dude? Shayna Baszler looks like she's just trying to mutilate like fucking Liv Morgan. Here's here. my problem with the, here's my problem with the match. Why did this match have to adhere to the two people at a time rule when the guys' match got to be tornado tag? Uh, no, even the guys' match still had the fucking tag rules. No, they did, but. Three of them, but one from all the teams could be in the ring. With this one, they did those dumb rules where only two people can be in the ring. Yeah, we'll blame WWE and their dumb rules. Yeah, but it's not just that. I Actually, are they the only ones that do that? Whatever. I hate that rule because it makes no sense. Why would you have four blame tag teams and w- only have two people in at a time? I'm more shocked that you're actually were like shocked by this. No, I'm not shocked. I I, no, I'm not shocked. I always hated that rule because I think it's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. Anyway, um, I don't know. What would you rate it? I, I guess uh, I, I wasn't really. I don't impressed. know. The work is just like, I don't know, two and three quarters. Sure. That's what I was. But I'm like, it, it's yeah. a two and a half star match. I don't care. It's not. Yeah. It's it lower was than there. Sasha and Naomi winning was the right call, though. I'll say that. Cor- there was funny. Corey. Uh, Corey was pissed. That was funny. He says, how are we supposed to pay for the honeymoon? Saxton. Anytime he says Saxon's name, it's funny. We were counting on this. WrestleMania is the biggest check of the year. Okay. What? Now, next is probably the most, and I'm serious, the most polarizing match on the show. Edge versus AJ Styles. Oh, now fuck I, this match. Now, I say polarizing because I've checked out cult, I've checked out The Observer. I've checked Cultaholic, uh, What Culture, Wrestle Talk, uh, Steven Larson going in Raw, and a couple other ones I can't quite remember right now. And I have seen, and any of them with multiple hosts have all had different opinions. I've seen, this wasn't so much a, this wasn't so much a love it or hate it match. This was a liked it, really liked it, didn't like it, hated it match. Because I've seen some people say, oh man, this match was really good. 
Some people say, oh, man, this match sucked. It was boring. Some people be like, oh, dude, this match was well wrestling great. Because, like, for instance, I know Meltzer liked it. <sighs> um, First off, the entrances were kind of neat. Well, AJ just walked out, but he was bleeding for some reason. Did you ever- yeah, he just got a random fucking cut from Pyro or, like, accidentally sliced his cheek. Oh. And then Edge came out rising from the ground on a throne on fire. And I'm like, yo, is this the Brug? I was just sitting there, I was like, what the fuck is it? Is he going fucking Triple H here? <laughs> and then it's like, no, he's all purpled out. Is he trying to be Undertaker now? I thought this was harkening back to the brood. I don't know. This is his fucking mountain of omnipotence. This isn't quite heel edge in the early 2000s where he was just kind of like a vicious asshole. No, this is fucking no, up. No, it's called Edge is being fucking Messiah Seth Rollins right now. He's just being weird and dumb. And but no more one. metal. Sure. Wait, were you about to say no one cares? People cared about this match. Or people cared about Edge. I wasn't talking about this match. No, not this Edge. Nah, I've seen people like it. Well, anyway, so this is what I meant by polarizing. Okay, so at the time when this started, there was a lot of hype going in, you know, because this was... About ten over at least ten years ago, this would have been considered a dream match, and I think in a lot of ways it still is because both these guys were really good. Well, AJ's is still good. Well, if we're talking about the build of it, like, oh yeah, kind of a dream match, good workers, but then you just got this new heel edge where he's like, I want friggin' this new AJ, then starts spitting out a mountain of omnipotence. He's like, dude, you sound like a drunk thesaurus. A drunk thesaurus, it's not bad. Okay, so I'm gonna say this. And I know what you're going to say, no, and no, I know how it. you're going to react. This reminded me of a New Japan match, because low moments, building the tension, then releasing it, do some moves, work some work some body parts, get a couple strikes in, then hit them with some moves. Obviously, it wasn't as hard hitting, and the pacing's a little different, because, you know, in, in New Japan, they actually, like, don't just go, oh, here's a couple attacks, and then, like, the, in New Japan, they're like, oh, here's some stuff, and then here's some stuff, and then I'll hit a big move, where in WWE, it's like, okay, we'll do a few things, and then we'll just hit some big moves. But it kind of reminded me of that. They worked good. They worked safe. Um, tried to do some psychology. Uh, there was a part where Edge. There was a part where the only unsafe part I think was when Ed, was when uh, Edge ate a suplex into the, like the onto the ring apron, and I looked like it hurt. And I really thought this match was going well until Damian Priest showed up out of fucking nowhere. He just shows up, and I rewound it back a few times. Just one minute he's not there, and then he's there. And he doesn't interfere with the match. He just stands there. And AJ gets distracted. And I tried to avoid it. But yes, we've all heard the rumors by now that they're planning a heel stable for Edge. Which I'm like, okay, cool. Long-term storytelling. But AJ gets distracted. But then he does his move. And then Edge hits a spearmid air. And he wins. I thought that finish was really flat. I do believe the match was very well wrestled. Um, but this match has been polarizing and then yeah, Damien get a uh, Damien Priest gets in there. Him and Edge are like, ha ha. So yeah, I guess they're going to be working together now. So, you know, I've also heard rumors that Rhea Ripley might be at it, but whatever. Talking about this match. Yeah, it was, um, what did I give it? I wrote here, if this had an actual like better finish or conclusion, this could have been a four star match, but at the moment I can really, I really only feel it's like three and a half. Okay. Your turn. All right, here I'm going to tell you how this match is. Question. Yeah. Was this match kind of like when Edge wrestled Seth Rollins at SummerSlam? Mm, I know why you're asking that. It did kind of remind me, I'll admit. 
I don't know why you said New Japan. Maybe sometimes there are slow New Japan matches, and by slow New Japan matches, you could be Okada, who has like the. Do well, the that's actually what I wrote here. You I, do have the slow drawing epic as Okada. Yeah, that's what I wrote here. I wrote here a match. I just remember Okada the match you. was like a start off exciting. Okay, cool. I hope these guys don't go forty minutes. Then I just clonked the fuck out. I just went and napped. Wait, you actually napped? Yeah, I stripped, went to sleep. See, I knew this match was in trouble because I knew I knew what your feeling was before we talked about it. Because I opened our wrestle chat at one point and I just saw the message. Well, that match fucking bored me, and I'm like, I already know what match he's talking about before no, I even watched it. No, I didn't say bored me. I said that match put me. Oh, to- put you to sleep. Whatever. I see, but here's the thing. I thought you meant it as it bored you, but no, you literally fell asleep. I literally fell asleep, and then when I woke up, I didn't hear the crowd any excitement. This wasn't like Cody versus Seth Rollins where the crowd was freaking getting all fired up in the end. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I think they do something gnarly on the fucking apron. And then out of nowhere, Damian Priest shows the fuck up. I'm like, wait, where the fuck? Where did Damian Priest come from? Which was kind of fucking hilarious. Because earlier in one of the fucking video packages, they're showing something event working with maybe make a star, you know, freaking make a wish or whatever. You see all the fucking various wrestlers hanging out with children, people that aren't really on the show. Because I see, oh, there's Finn Balor. Yeah, he's not on the show. Some other peeps. I saw Damian Priest in normal street clothes. I'm like, holy shit, Damian Priest is in the company. Where the <laughs> fuck has he, he been? Well, we decided to show up in this fucking match. I'm like, AJ's like about to do his phenomenal forearm, gets speared out of nowhere and pinned. I'm like, I don't hear the crowd fired up. I don't think I missed anything in this match. This must be fucking this edge deciding to wrestle like Bruno San Martino, slow as like Bruno San Martino. You could say it's good work, but I'm sitting there as like, dude, this match just put me to sleep. Well, did you listen? I I, didn't, I only saw Meltzer's thing on Twitter. Did you listen to the Observer? What did he have to say? What did him and Brian have to dude, say? Dude, I can't remember. Dude, I think they both said like this match was just kind of eh, mm. just a little slow. I'm going to give it fucking, I don't know, three stars. Good work. Lowell's like, dude, James, you like slept for like 15 minutes of it. Dude, I don't fucking care. If I wake up and the crowd isn't fired up, I guess the match isn't doing it was like was there. I'm going to use this opportunity to put myself over when I fell asleep during the Caligula orgy scene. I did rewind it back to see if I missed anything. I did not. <laughs> I can imagine if the crowd isn't popping, I have a feeling I'm not missing anything. That's fair. The crowd would dictate would at least dictate me something. Okay, next is the uh, New Day match. Okay, you want to talk about a bad match? This fucking match. Okay, listen. So this was a match that was cut the night prior. Yeah. So they actually get this match on air. Yeah, the the teams are... Teams come out. We see the New Day. They're wearing Biggie tribute gear. Supposedly the same exact looking gear when Biggie won... The WWE, the WWE Championship. And they had the They best. were good friends. Yes. And they also showed a replay in a fucking video package of Biggie breaking his fucking neck. Oh, which, my God. Which I just closed my eyes. I'm like, why? Why would you show this? That was awful. I was like, they're about to show that. I was like, no. Like, I can already imagine it in my head, but no, I don't want to watch that. That's not fucking cool. They also had the best CGI out of everyone else. I yes, think. they do have great CGI. They had, they had the uh, they had the, their whole graphic was just fucking Mario. Yeah, their freaking Mario gimmick thing. Whatever they're wearing, Biggie tribute gear. Kofi's for their like weird. you know their friend because their friend that got big injured. So you would think, all right, these guys are coming in for their friend, and they're going against this nothing happening team of Sheamus. Rich Holland and Butch. Oh, my man Butch. I think some people. Okay, my man like Butch him. was 
Okay, Butch is pretty entertaining. Yeah. Because all he does is just be a fucking wild man. To the point it was like, dude, your team's going to get disqualified. What the fuck are you doing? I called this match the IRA versus the Black Panthers. Is that in bad taste? Because I thought it was a little funny. Just go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. This match Bro, we're went two like... Hour, we're over two hours now. This match ga- This match went like almost five minutes and it was botchy and I didn't like it. Also, the New Day fucking lost. It didn't even go five minutes. Dude, it didn't even go two minutes. <sighs> Fuck, really? Dude, it didn't go two minutes. Fuck, dude. That's awful. You yeah. Know, they, you know, they, they, there was just barely... The match didn't even go two minutes. The New Day just loses. I'm like, oh, rip. This match was pointless. Okay, you, you might know, as well not even bother throwing this match on fucking air on know, WrestleMania. You know, I was gonna say two to be nice, but fuck it. One star, a single star. Oh, dude. Next we have. Oh no, I'm just no. That match was just bad taste. I'm fucking. Yeah. You make it all this like Biggie tribute and not let the. Fucking- I would have yeah. I would have less of a problem if they didn't show the fucking footage of Biggie breaking his neck. Yeah, no, fuck they didn't it. even cut away at moment of impact. They just showed it, and I'm like, oh god, why would you show me? And, oh. and then his friends come out and then just lose in under two minutes. Fuck you. Negative two stars. <laughs> That's fair. Next is Austin Theory versus Colt, the Colt's punter. Oh my God, we actually got life again. Bro, if you want to. Pat McAfee was the most over person this whole weekend, except for Stone Cold. The crowd loves this man. Okay, it's Stone Cold, Cody showing up. That's fair. And then Pat McAfee. It almost felt like sometimes he eclipsed Cody. He didn't, if I'm being honest, but he almost We just did. have Austin come out with fucking ancient whoa, Vince McMahon. Whoa, oh, 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 because he's coming out to Seven Nation Army. Yeah, and then the whole crowd is chanting along with him. He comes out with the fucking Dallas cheerleaders, walking him down to the fucking ring. I'm like, wow. I was Pat McAfee is like, you know, not a fucking geek. Now, if I'm cringing at continuity errors, why is the... Colts punter coming out with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. How about you just shut the fuck up and review this damn match? Well, okay. Uh, Austin Theory comes out. I wrote here, uh, Austin Theory reminds me of a bigger Sammy Guevara. Uh, so hey, on- he's a buff boy. <laughs> and Vince McMahon likes his buff boys. I'm actually surprised Vince McMahon is like actually behind Austin Theory in story because like Austin Theory's not short, but he's not as tall as the men Vince usually goes for. So yeah, I but he's about as tall as Vince, so it works. That's true. So flat out, this match was good. Uh, there's a point where McAfee hit a Frankensteiner. Every time uh, Byron Saxon is calling this match with Michael Cole, and Mr. McMahon is sitting right next to him. And every time Byron glances at McMahon, you can see the fear of God in his eyes. Michael Cole, oh dude. Yeah, Michael Cole don't give a Michael fuck. Michael Cole was one of the highlights of this match, and I don't think I've ever said that in my life. Yeah, because one, he doesn't have fucking Vince McMahon try to t- have Michael Cole play Vince McMahon. Yeah. It's just Michael Cole cheering for his fucking buddy in the damn ring, and it actually doesn't suck. I know Brian and Vinny would disagree with this, but I genuinely do believe when McMahon is not in his ear, Cole is a good commentator. But yes, um, yeah, the match was just good. Austin came off as the biggest heel, this Austin theory. Do you know what? They actually, people actually chanted, you suck, you suck. Do you know how long it's been since I've heard that in wrestling? Usually there's there's dueling chants or normally they would have been chanting for, Co- uh, for Pat or something. No, these are just flat out you suck chants. I'm like, oh, dude, that's some heat. Now I'm aware this is only maybe a three-star match. The crowd made this feel like a five-star match. It's not. 
but I'm saying the crowd made it feel like it was. But I'm giving it 3.75 purely on that. Pat McAfee is pretty fucking good at this. Well, here's the thing. If you watch this fucking match with Adam Cole, you already know he's pretty confident <laughs> and good. So Yeah, yeah. Now, now obviously, Austin Theory is not Adam Cole, no. but they had a really good match. They did. They did. McAfee came out, you know, like a star, not a geek. Yes. The crowd was wanting to sing Seven Nation Army. <laughs> so he's like, dude, it's fucking, there's life in this match. Yeah. There's, 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 there's life behind this man. And eventually he just rolls up like Austin Theory and the match is over. The cool. deadliest move in all of sports entertainment. Sorry, in all of professional wrestling. Shout out Simon Miller. And then they're walking away. Vince is pissed. And then I see Vince start to take off his shirt. And I'm like, nah, he's not. He's just joking. But then he gets in the ring and takes off his shirt. And then he takes off his other shirt. And then his tie. And I'm like, oh shit. Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon? Vince is so ripped. Oh my God. This what is, is ripped. He looks like a 70. He looks like a fucking walking turtle. He's in good shape. All right. <laughs> well, for a 75 year old man, yeah. He's in like great shape for a 75, 76, however fucking year old ancient man. Old as shit. Well, he's not old as shit, but he's old. Now, technically, this was just fucking bad. Okay, listen, I don't know about you. Vince I, can't do shit. I'm like, not going to lie. You think he's going to fall down? I'm not going to lie. I hated this. Like, I, the like the ending was cool and all, but I hated this. I was this. like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Pat McAfee's just going to run into Vince and stuff. Maybe Va- Pat McAfee's going to fight back and shit. But it's, nope, Vince is, quote unquote, beating this shit out of Pat McAfee. And then he grabs the fucking football, punts it in the Pat McAfee, and pins him. And I'm like, well, not there. Is I, this a Barry? No, no, I was like, I know where this is going. I thought it was going to be Cody coming out to have a stare down with Vince, but no. Okay, cool. How did you not figure out? Well, I know I was figuring out. I was like, it's Stone Cold. Why isn't this crowd figuring out it's fucking Stone Cold's going to come out? We just watched him have a match last night. Because How Vince- the fuck do you not suspect? We watch, we're watching this Vince McMahon try to make a fucking this, like, try to make Pat McAfee look like a geek. Just beat him down because the people are in love with him and shit. And it's like, how do you not suspect that Vince is getting away with all this bullshit and not Stone Cold's going to pop out and just fuck with Vince? Well, clearly Vince Mc- Mr. McMahon was, was working over the crowd so good that they just didn't get it. Well, maybe the crowd doesn't know fucking the story <laughs> of... The ballad of Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. The be- dude, that'd be a great that'd be a great name for a like. How many times has Vince do something shitty, and then the, you hear the glass shatter and Stone Cold? Yeah, Stone comes Cold out. comes out to keep him in check. Yeah, dude, that. And be what a- we just watch, you know, what makes what's making you stop to think that Stone Cold isn't gonna come out to put Vince McMahon in check. Dude, that'd be why as of the crowd, you just sitting there. I was like, dude, if I was there, I'd be like going, Austin, Austin. Dude. Because I knew it's like, yeah, once it's just like fucking Austin Theory, Vince McMahon are just beating down Pat McAfee. And I hear the glass shutter. It's like, I knew it. Fucking Austin. Yes. I'm gonna tell you, that name right there, the ballad of Vince and Steve, uh, of Vince McMahon and Steve Austin, that'd be a great name for like a two hour long video essay that if it just chronicled the whole history of Vince and Steve, like the ballad of Vince and Steve, that'd be great. But yeah, it was cool to see Stone Cold. And then I know everyone's saying it, but fuck it, I agree. Then Vince McMahon takes the worst stunner of all time. But honestly, I was worried Vince hurt himself. No, 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 check it. First, Austin Theory takes one of the most 
overselled like freaking that was uh, that was like stunners of all time that was the best he jumped in the air as high as he can and then he flip-flopped around more than the rock would have that was the best sell of the stunners and scott hall he got scott hall's height but he flipped around like the rock it was perfect now you see Vince McMahon, and you know he's gonna get stunned but they're gonna get build up to it he's like he's old and then Austin's like you know hey let's just have a beer maybe put you in check now, to anyone, you know he's going to get stunned. Yeah. Now, to anyone that might not know, Vince McMahon has never took the stunner good. <laughs> Only one person has took the stunner worse than him, and that was his wife, Linda. <laughs> if you go watch Vince McMahon take the stunner, it is always pretty shitty. Now, there's a moment where it gets okay, but, you know, the most iconic stunner, the first time Stone Cold stuns Vince McMahon is the second worst stunner ever. Ta- <laughs> is the second worst stunner that Vince McMahon has ever done. True. Now this one though, Austin boots the like fucking Vince McMahon, and then he falls down and starts falling back. And then fucking Stone Cold did not fucking run at all the night prior. <laughs> he fucking runs after Vince McMahon, grabs him, gives him the shittiest stunner, and then fucking Stone Cold is howling. Yeah, he's laughing. Now people are going like, that was one of the worst stunners ever. Why did he take that? Have you not seen Stone Cold stun Vince McMahon? You, you know, make- was the last time he stunned him, that Raw 25, yeah. it was fucking horrible. But you got to understand, Vince McMahon, in his 50s, never took the stunner good. He's always taken it horrible and shitty. What makes you think he's going to be good at 75? I was sitting there, I was like, this is going to be one of the worst stunners right now. And I'm just waiting for it. And you know what it was? One of the worst fucking stunners. Even McFoley on Twitter was like, worst stunner ever? Question mark. Oh, he was fucking how dude, he was cry laughing. Yeah, did you see that video? He was just cry laughing. That was yeah. That's my rant on the stunner. If you thought it was gonna be any better, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna apologize to you. Oh no, trust me, I've seen You're Vince McMahon. Dumb. I've, been, I've seen Vince McMahon take the stunner. I'm just saying, out of all the, I was, I what I should have said was, out of all the times Vince has taken the stunner, I think that was the worst. Oh yeah, the only other worst one was either the last time at Raw 25 or the first time he ever took the stunner. Yeah. Because believe me, Vince McMahon cannot take the stunner worse shit. Also, I forgot to mention, but the Hall of Fame peeps came out earlier. At some again. point. Well, actually, no, I think it was just Taker. Yeah, no, Taker just came out again. And I thought, I was like, oh, maybe we'll get Taker in the coat and the hat. Nope, it's just Mark Calloway. He just walks out, waves, and then goes away. I'm like, Cool. I wish I could fast forward, not because of Taker, because also video packages yeah. and everything. There's just so much dead space. I'm just like, dude, this isn't necessary. Now's the time for the for the biggest match in all of WrestleMania. Okay, you know what pisses me off about this match is that first it had to be cut short because Roman got injured, and second, what? I th- well, I had heard I had heard that that Brock actually like separated his shoulder. He did not. Well, that's what I heard, like, the night, the day after. No, no. I'm going to go look this up. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So, yeah, Brock versus Roman 3. Well, technically 4 because they fought at SummerSlam, but this is the fourth time that, sorry, third time they fought at Mania. Okay. So, listen. If you've seen all their other matches, you've seen this match. It was done the same way. There was only one difference. The crowd gave a shit because Roman's heel is over as a heel 
And Brock's baby face was Brock was always over, but ever since he came back with this uh, with this uh, this crazy cowboy man gimmick, it, it, he's been on another le- he's been on a new level, right? And so that was the main difference. But you know what? I'm gonna be honest. That made it all the difference in the world seeing a crowd actually care about this. You know, they did care at WrestleMania 31, but everyone was like solely behind Brock and people were, I were, were booing Roman then, but it was different. It's because they didn't like the guy. Now they're booing Roman because he's a good heel. And yeah, the match is the same. They've always had, you know, the moves, the spots, hit him with the belt. And then, um, and then, yeah, uh, Roman ended up winning, uh, with, uh, after some spears, and Roman's the unified uh, champ. I'm going to be honest. Um, see, I'm worn out on seeing this too. And I, I think I think you and other people might have liked this match better if the first two times they fought at Mania weren't so polarizing. Because the first time, you know, that was legendary because, you know, then Seth Rollins comes in with the biggest cash in, right? But the second one, they just straight up had a match. And the New Orleans crowd fucking buried that match. So it was, um, it wasn't good, but honestly, I think that I genuinely think this match was all right. It was, it was probably the best of their three. So I would, I would give it three and a half. What say you? All right. Let me talk about this damn match. So yeah, you talk about the first time we saw it. It was at WrestleMania 31. Yes. It was we- a little bit exciting, but we know that no one wanted to see that Roman win, but yeah. we had the Seth Rollins cash in. Yeah. Then the next one was New Orleans and we buried the living shit out of that match. But also <laughs> that event went hella long. People even now bar- this match yeah. is the shortest of them all. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Time has gone between those matches. Now, if you recall... Anytime you saw a Brock Lesnar Goldberg match in recent manias, <laughs> they're usually just three moves, just big moves, and that's it. Yeah. If you feel like this match got short because Roman was injured, I don't think so. I'm not seeing anything saying Roman was injured. Oh. It was just a gimmick of the match. It's just been a rumor. Cause like I'm doing like try to like Google it and I'm not seeing it. Try to run through the observer, not seeing it. It was just part of the match because Brock had a t- had the freaking like freaking uh, Kimura tight in, and it was just like a thing where Roman was just selling in the match. Okay, that's good. Let me tell you about this match though. Okay, it was no different than the last time they wrestled months ago. Yeah, like this I is the same exact fucking match. Oh. It's just gonna be like it's gonna be what Superman punch, spears, suplexes. F5. F5s. There was more belly to bellies this time. Yeah. Then maybe some punches. That's all you're going to get out of this match. Yep. That's all when I came in. Now, was the crowd actually excited for this match? That shocked me. Yeah. Maybe because I've been so fucking abused and PTSD from seeing other their matches and we're just bored out of the fuck and wanted this to be over. Now, this was a shorter day. Maybe like all this building hype actually made people care. Maybe this heel Roman and then fucking babyface Brock. Because Brock was great. When they did the ring introductions, because we, you know, Paul Heyman introduced Roman Reigns, they're the whole spiel, you know, the whole like freaking Heyman, undisputed, you know, universal champion, Roman Reigns. Then Brock did a parody of freaking Paul Heyman, and it was great. Yeah, it was good. Because he's the, he said he was like the fucking ass kicking cowboy. <laughs> The friggin', you know, the WWE heavyweight champion, and he just break, cracks his voice, but the whole crowd was screaming along with him. Yeah. Brock Lesnar! And I was like, oh, dude, that was great. Now, this match was like, I know it's a suspect. Punches, suplexes. Roman's gonna low blow him. There's gonna be some dirty schmas. 
the best spot though is like after when Roman was able to break, like get the rope break after being like tight in the Kimura. You just hear Roman go like, "Oh, my shoulders out." Hey man, my shoulders out. No, my tribal chief. No, you must get off my tribal chief. You have to. It was like Paul Heyman's the best simp. I was like, dude, legit, like fucking their whole relationships. That fucking Paul Heyman's just fucking Roman Reigns' bitch. <laughs> but then, yeah, no, fucking Brock tries to do a freaking like F5 and then, then Roman spears him like after the sixth or seventh time. Yeah. And it's done. I'm like, I thought we would get more F5 kickouts. And it's like, that's the match. I suspected the match was going to be like that. And it was basically the same match as they had last time. It was basically the same match they had last time. Big whoop. All right, cool. WrestleMania is fucking over. Maybe that was the point, though. Maybe that was the story. It was because, you know, those other times, oh, you know, Brock got the best of Roman. He overpowered him those first two times. But now Roman's different. He's on a new level. Have you? Did you see that promo of his like a month ago? He's in God mode. Um, I forget what it stands well, for. God but... more, well, God, well, if you say, if you want to say that the Roman <laughs> had the upper hand and was like on Brock. No, it's yes. not that he had the upper hand. It's just that, yeah, I think maybe it was supposed to show, hey, Roman's gotten stronger. He's on some new shit. He's flexing. I don't know. Maybe yeah. That's just the way they did. The and then match. we just fucking after the match, like, okay, cool. What's next for Roman? Yeah. Um, maybe Drew. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, there's and no, then there's Cody at some point. There's no way they don't do Cody at mania next year. They have to. I, I don't want them to do it. At well, the, well, there's always, you know, Hollywood and the rock. <sighs> yeah, but now pe- people have been saying they're going to do Roman and the rock for the last like four years. So that's a thing where I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, it's like when Stone Cold Wrestling, I believe it when I see it. Yeah, because Stone Cold's the same way, too. I mean, how many times over the years have now, we he's heard- younger than The Rock. Yeah. No, The Rock's younger than Stone Cold. Yeah. And more in shape. Yeah. What are you talking about? Stone Cold's in the same shape he was t- 19 years ago. Here's the thing. Was Stone Cold really ever in that good of shape after a certain point? He was never buff. Wasn't uh, ripped. He was or pretty buff. No, he was big, but he wasn't he was like big. buff. Oh, sorry, he didn't look like Lex Luger. I, I, your uh, apology accepted. I guess I don't. <laughs> just, I was just trying to say. He, he, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, if you want to talk about it on the Brock and Roman match, that's all it was. The second day, Kyle was just like, you have the jackass match. Yeah, you had Stone Cold giving bits. We had the worst, glorious, worst stunner <laughs> of all time. It was a totally fine event. It was a totally fine event. Honestly, like if you ask me, this was like I a little envious that I didn't go to this WrestleMania because this was actually two enjoyable shows. Yeah. But mostly because one Stone Cold was able to oh yeah, right. I should rate that Roman Brock match. I don't know. I gave it three and a half. I'll give it three and a half too. Sure. That's all that match was. Didn't excite me. I was like, yeah, cool. They should have gone longer. Done more stuff. The crowd was hot enough for them to go longer. Yeah. But that's literally the that's been Brock Lesnar matches of the past fucking year or two. Yeah, How, what more did you suspect? No, not much. But I was like, eh, this is just more drama, I guess. Huh? No, you're, well, the drama is like, hey, there's gonna get a suplex. Because this, this is supposed to be a big deal, right? Because, ah! well, no, and not just because of the titles, but just because you know uh, Roman's never beaten Brock in Mania. You know, this is their. This this is the uh, this is the Stone Cold Rock, you know. Stone Cold beat Rocket Mania twice, then Rock finally wins, and obviously that's Stone Cold's last match, but that was unintentional at the time, I think. And you know, same thing here. Brock beats Whoa, Roman at two Mania. Unintentional then, for the people, but intentional for Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's what I meant. Yeah. So I, I so that's what I mean when I mean by drama, you know, because like, and I get it. You can't have too much drama because you don't want people to start rooting for Roman because he's the bad guy. You don't want him to make him look like he's. Are you sure about that? Well, you know. 
I guess not. But yeah, no, it was fine. Honestly, I feel like of the two nights, match two, night two seems to be a kind of you loved it or hate it kind of thing. Not you personally, but I mean with people. It just just because night one is so like unanimously praised, understandably so. But honestly, I thought both these shows get a thumbs up. This is uh, this is uh, this is a top five mania right here. All right, so well, if you were to combine them together for like just mania overall, of like this year, sure, yeah, I would give it a top five mania. Now between the days, I'm gonna give it to the first day because we watched fucking Stone Cold do his last match and it was awesome. Yeah, unfortunately, I I don't I I feel now bad. for the second day. I was just like watching it. I was doing it for the podcast. Low key was just kind of bored. Wish I can skip these fucking video packages, these endless video packages. I knew what the second day was, and it fit my expectation. Well, except we did get the bad Omos match, which was awesome. Then the Jackass match was awesome, and then fucking Stoke Cold. Well, the Pat McAfee match was good, too, but I suspected it was going to be good. Yeah. But then the other match is just, uh, eh. Yeah. Hey, no musical performance this year, though. Yeah, I noticed that. I don't know. I was uh, like, other than the other than seeing America the Beautiful. Oh yeah, and the fucking like themes for WrestleMania this year was a Pitbull song and then the weekend and a weekend song. The weekend I could believe. But why Pitbull? I thought he was done. I thought no one gave a fuck about him anymore. But WWE lives in the past. Bro, they did a Stone Cold promo video using Kid Rock. That one only that would make sense though, because Kid Rock was from that time period though. So that gets a pass for me. It was a pass, but Pyro's like is that what song the, good or is Stone Cold really cool that he makes the song seem good? Listen, I said this to you like three months ago for whatever fucking episode we recorded. It might have been for one of the hotter knots for a transporter movie or something. But listen, I there was a point in time where Kid Rock was cool. And that was that period of time. <laughs> uh, that's a good song. So, yeah. Well, that was WrestleMania, anyone? Obviously, I hope you. If anyone else cared or won and went and watched the show, I would ask what your opinion was. But I don't know if there's any good feedback. All right, fuck it. There's no way to end the show. All right, this is the Doctor of Danger Radio Show with your host James and Edward. Everyone, hope you have a good one. Adios. Adios.